Welcome everyone to our 11th episode of DE Takeover. I am your host, David Rodriguez, alongside my co host, Eric Hines. What is up, everybody? I hope everyone's having a wonderful, fantastic, beautiful day. Um, welcome, like David said before, to our 11th episode of uh, DE Takeover. Um, here at DE Takeover, we try to cover all sports and we talk about all sports that you guys can think of, you know. Hockey, soccer, football, basketball, baseball, the whole nine yards. You already you already know if it's if it's a sport, we cover it, you know? And um, we cover it to the best of our ability and the best of our knowledge. Um, we have our shows on Mondays and Thursdays from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern time. So feel free to join us then. And if you want any other information on our shows or more information, or, can, or should I say daily information as well, you can go ahead and go over to Instagram and follow our um, our Instagram account, which is official underscore DE underscore takeover. Once again, that is official underscore DE underscore takeover. So go ahead and drop a follow on, on that Instagram account if you want daily updates on when our shows are happening. Also, if you want to get to know your host a little bit more, you know, me and David a little bit more on a personal level, you can go ahead and follow our Instagram. My Instagram is Eric underscore Hines 16 and David, yours is? David underscore Rod underscore 02. There are those two Instagrams right there, ladies and gentlemen. You can go ahead and follow those. Um, and also, the biggest one that you can probably do for us is you can follow us on the Stereo app right here, right now. It takes two seconds. All you got to do is click on our faces right here and drop a follow. And also, feel free to subscribe to the show um, so you can get notifications when the show comes on as well. Um, that would be that'd be And that help us out a lot as well because we can reach out to different audiences and different people and really start to grow our brand. But um, also, we are... Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Anchor app. We have all those, all of our podcasts on here. Just in case you know, if you miss a podcast on the Stereo app, you can go over to the spot. You can go over to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and catch it. Um, and it's beautiful. It's well edited by you know your own David David Rod right here. He does a great job on editing the shows right there. So um, you guys can have a. I guess you can enjoy it a little bit better, and it's a little it's a little bit quicker as well. You know, it's not it's. Not the full experience, not the live experience, but, you know, it's still a way to catch up to our show. So it's an awesome, awesome thing. So please, please, please um, follow us on the Spotify as well. And um, we also recently, 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 actually yesterday. So um, we just filmed our first YouTube video. We were on Instagram Live. Um, We filmed our first YouTube video for you guys so you can finally see our faces and get to know us a little bit more. Um... That should that's not up right now currently, but it will be up possibly by the I want to say around the end of this week, you know. But um, we're just working on editing the editing the um the footage so it can be the so you guys can look like have the greatest amount of entertainment as possible. I guess you could say. Um, but other than that, go ahead and drop a um. Please go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel that is also called DNE Takeover, just like the podcast here. Um, it might be a little bit hard to find on YouTube at first, I will admit, because this we haven't posted a video on it yet. But if you do, if you're able to find it, please go ahead and drop a follow or subscribe, I guess you could say, on that YouTube platform right there. But, um, oh, one last thing before we keep it going. <laughs> the Stereo does offer um, a, a really good option that we, me and David both love, and that is when you're able to send them these audio messages. Now, during these audio messages... Um, this is when you guys, this, this is when you guys have an opportunity to have your voice heard, which we love. We love interacting with you guys. You guys make the show so much, 
more um, entertaining as well when you guys add add um, your opinions and comments to our to what we're talking about. And we love when you guys send them in, and we encourage you guys to send them in as well. The only thing that we ask is if you guys can keep it PG thirteen and also sports related, so everyone of all ages can listen to the show and enjoy it as well. But that is finally, Dave. I think I covered everything. Did I get everything? Yeah, you got it. You got it. Thank you, my man. Thank you, my man. Well, with that being said, that's all we have for the intro. Now, David, I'm going to throw it back over to you so you can get us, so you can keep it going. Well said, well said. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's kick it off with our first segment called Quote of the Week. And basically, uh, in this segment, me and Eric, we uh, we try to spread some positivity with our quotes and uh, spread some positivity, some positive vibes. So, uh Without further ado, the quote of the week is, never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. The time will pass anyway. You see, see, David, David, man. Oh my gosh, bro. You gotta relax. You have to relax, bro. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. Say it again. Say that one again. I will. All right. So it says, never give up, never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. The time will pass anyway. And that was said by Earl Nightingale. So, see, David, right here, if you don't mind, I just want to elaborate on this really quick. This quote right here. So, really, the reason we do these quotes, obviously, or uh, the reason David brings these these quotes up is because, you know, we, we want to bring positivity to you guys, you know, and um, inspire you guys to go, whatever you're thinking of, go achieve it. You know what I mean? Go for your goals, set goals, and so on and so forth. But I just want to, I hope you guys take the quotes, however, like personally to you and however it's going to help you. For example, look at what we're doing right now, David. Look at what we're doing right now. We are, we grind podcasts, you know, and hopefully one day we can have a bigger platform. You know what I mean? We're doing mm-hmm. what, what the quote just said right now. So like, that's why I'm, I'm over here. Just like, ah, these quotes are too good, bro. These quotes are way <laughs> too good. Say, yeah, you got to say it one more time, man. You got to say it one more time. Okay, okay. Oh, one more time, one more time. The last time, so, last time, last time. The quote of the week, ladies and gentlemen, is never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. The time will pass anyway. So, and that was said by, that was said by Earl Nightingale. So, shout out to Love Earl. It. Great quote. But, uh, and I took it from you. I didn't really take it. I just used it and uh, gave it to many other people so that they can use it throughout their day. But, exactly. uh, without further ado, Eric, so we got the quote of the week done. I think it's time to move on to our second segment called The Great Debate. And basically, ladies and gentlemen, for anyone who's new or anyone who's been with us for a long time, we do this thing newly. It's called The Great Debate. And basically, in this, me and Eric, uh, we give topics to each other and uh, give topics and we debate about them. That's it. Pretty much. Simple as that. Simple as that. So, Eric, who's going first this week? Where are you? Um, you know, David, do you mind if I, if I tackle one this week first? Yeah. Yeah, let's All do right, it. Man. Here we go. Now, um, for this one, David, I'm gonna ask you: Do you want me to go soccer or basketball? I got, I got, I got a couple debate, not a couple debates, but I got two debates: um, two for soccer, one for basketball. So I want you to pick. Which one do you want to debate about first? Oh, what do I want to talk about? Let's go soccer since you got two of those. All right, all right. So first, soccer. Right. I'm gonna go with this one. This one's a little bit hard. I feel as if it's a, but I feel like it's a good debate. Has VAR, V-A-R, been a good addition to soccer slash football? Yes or no? That's, that's a good question. That's a very good question because 
I feel like, well, once when it first came out, I don't know what year it was. It was more talked about. People were like criticizing it or like agreeing with it. Now I feel like it has been like settled into our game so easily that we don't really look at it that more. Like we literally think like, oh, even though we saw the player offsides, the VRR is going to get it afterwards, kind of thing. Like it's good in the sense that the rest. So, like, if the refs make a mistake, they can easily capture it with the VAR. But if your team, say there's an offsides or a penalty, a handball in the penalty box, we'll go handball in the penalty box. And it's like, Eric, your team is Panama, right? My team yeah. is Portugal. So, let's yeah. say they're versing each other. Okay. And Panama is in the penalty. Like, Portugal's attacking pa- Panama's box. And uh, Portugal takes a shot, and there's a clear handball in the penalty box, but the ref misses it. Back in the early 2000s, or even before that, before VAR, that play would not be called a, a handball and a penalty shot. So you kind of get away with it. Now, in a sense, it's like you kind of can't get right, get away with it because the VAR yeah. is going to capture it. So it's kind of become like that the eagle in the eye, that 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 third eye, in a sense, that it's going to capture everything. And uh, for the if I to go back to the example I gave you. For you, Panama fans, they would be like, "That's ah, why is it called that? It's so annoying. Like, I hate the VAR. And then uh, for Portuguese fans like myself, we'll be like, yes, awesome. Good thing for the VAR for catching that. So it's always yeah. going to have some, like, negative and positives about it. Just depends on if it affects your team or not. But overall, in the game of soccer, I believe it. the VAR has helped the game of soccer become more uh, more exact and more, uh, more correct in a sense. Okay. Alright, now, alright, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I'm not going to agree with you on this, David. I'm not going to lie. And here's my reasoning. I believe when it comes to VAR or VAR, however you want to say it, in soccer, it can, it has improved the game in ways, like, and, and you had a perfect example, being the fact that you can't really get away with certain things anymore, but, um... I feel as if when it's not used correctly, it can ruin the game a lot. Okay, so it's been it. There's been several occasions where, and I would say more more bad occasions than good occasions when VAR has kind of messed up a game or VAR has like really just taken the life out of a game. I guess you could say. And the reason I want to like one specific like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? One specific. Fact or one one specific like detail I'll bring up is um some of like the offsides calls I would say because I've seen certain offsides calls you know when you're behind the, when you're behind the defender and like your whole body is in front of him okay fine offsides cool that makes sense that's a rule of the game but like when we're like judging it at that point you know you ever see like an actual game and they're breaking it down they're bringing out several different like lines to measure their shoulders yeah and like ridiculous. measure their fingertips. And so on and so forth. At that point, I feel like if you have to do all of that, is he really all, like, you just let it play at that point. Because in, in my head, being the fact that we both played soccer, if you're a defender, you're not, you, you, there's no way you're trying to tell me that you're trying to play this man offsides by your fingertips. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no one's thinking about that. You, if you're going to play him offsides, you're going to try to play him offsides. And if it's, if it's like half his body, all right, that's when VAR comes in. Because it could be that, it could be that tight of a call. But if it's like a fingertip, a centimeter, an inch, it's not that big, big of a deal, in my opinion. I feel like they should let play. They should let it play on. Also, now I will defend you because I wanted to bring up this specific topic because I feel like this was a big moment. It was during the World Cup. Um, 
I want to say, I forgot if it was 2014 or 2018. But this World Cup, obviously we didn't have Varian, okay? And it was Mexico versus Netherlands. I forgot which round it was, but it was in, it was in the knockout stages, put it that way. And I don't know, this was a very iconic moment for me, I guess you could say, because I really despise this moment. I do not like when people flop on purpose. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure you can tell where I'm going with this. That one play when Iron Robin flopped in the box against Mexico and won them a penalty and in the end game ended up winning them the entire game, you know, and Mexico were eliminated from the World Cup. If VAR was there at that time, th- then, then, um, then, that's a, that's a reason to say, like, yes, like, VAR is better than the game. You know what I mean? Because we could have used that, like, he would have not, he would never gotten away with that if we had VAR. And you know it's it's bad when the player comes out and says, yes, I did flop. You know what I mean? And he got fined afterwards. So it just looks like you look at the ref and you look at the side officials, you're like, geez, man, everyone saw it but you. You know what I mean? It's, at that point, at that point, we need, we need VAR in that case. But if the people upstairs that are controlling VAR aren't using it right, you know, and at, at certain points, I feel like they pick and choose when, when, when to decide to check VAR or not also, which is kind of weird to me, you know? Yeah. So, overall, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm leaning a little bit more towards no, but at the same time, it, I, because I'm leaning more towards no because I've seen it mess up the game so many times. I've seen it mess up way too many times. But at the same time, I do understand where you're coming from in that, in that point. I mean, like, when we look at other incidents that happened, like, in the previous years before VAR, and to clarify what VAR is, it's basically just a video assistant referees. That's what VAR stands for. Yes. And uh, basically, like, one, alter- one, one, like, example that happened back in 2009, it was with Thierry Henry, and we all know what happened there. A handball that clearly was a handball got into the net, and it made uh, France beat uh, 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 Ireland 2-1. Uh, on aggregate to qualify for the 2010 World Cup Finals. So, I mean, that's a monumental handball goal from Thierry Henry. I feel like everyone in soccer knows what that goal is. And it just goes to prove that referees don't catch everything. They're human. They're going to make mistakes. But if there was VAR there, it could have stopped that. And maybe, you know, Ireland could have won, you know. You know, there's a lot of – you look at previous things or even look at things now, I think the VAR helps catch those mistakes. And helps overall improve the overall level of the soccer game. It, it definitely does on those little mistakes. I just think it needs to be reevaluated to a point where it's like we know what we're doing. Because at times it feels I feel like they don't know what they're doing. I'll be so real with you. I feel like it's just it's just uh, I feel I feel like this is wrong. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use VAR. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and they they sometimes they miss calls as well. And we have VAR for a reason. So if it's if it's if it's something. That seems clear and obvious. You should check it. You know, I on 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 all occasions. But that was that. That's all I really wanted to discuss. Realistically, on that. That was good. I wanted, see, I wanted to see what you would say. But um, before we go on to your debate topic, David, we do have four audio messages, man. So nice. I'm excited to hear these now. All of them, all the audio messages are from our boy Shockwave. You already know. Let's go. Man. He's always in the building, man. So shout out to Shockwave, man. Here is your audio messages. Here we go. Fantastic quote. You will hear people say, oh, I want to do a podcast, but it's going to take months, maybe years, till I get the the final product just perfect the way I want it. That time is going to pass anyway. 
Start grinding, get to work. Before you know it, the time has passed, and you're putting on a fantastic podcast like Meet Me at the DNE Takeover. Oh, appreciate it, Shabir. Appreciate it. It's going to take time, exactly. But, I mean, you'd rather start now. It's like that quote when it goes like, it's like, uh, when was the best time to plant a tree? It was like 20 years ago. So the second best time is now. It's like one of those things. Ooh. That, yeah. Yo, Danny, don't. You're giving them two quotes right now? Wait a minute. Oh, no. It just popped in my head. It just popped in my head. I think I'm made with quotes in my head, so. He's just filled with knowledge. That's what you just said. He's filled with knowledge. He's with knowledge. All right, man. Shout out to Shawway, though. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, appreciate you. I'm glad that you enjoyed the podcast. That's that's really nice. But um, let's go ahead and go into his next audio message, and here it is. I think VAR has been great for soccer. The (laughs) only people that have issue with it is when the call goes against them. Yeah. But when the call goes for them, it's fantastic. So it's all the narrative they want to control. If it costs them the game or it gives a penalty to the other team, it's a horrible thing. They shouldn't be in the game, right? But if it if the tables are turned and it gives you the right call, you love it. Yeah, it's definitely like that. Because, like, it's like that example I give Eric, because Panama and Portuguese, you know, as their nationality. So, like, that same example I had, like, if it would have happened, like, if Panama had a penalty, a handball in the penalty box, and Portugal scored off of it because of VAR, Portuguese fans are happy, and Panamanian fans are upset. Like, it's always going to be, like, you know what I mean? Like, see, I, I will say this, though. I, I kind of disagree with that because the reason I, the reason I say why I say is because I've literally seen situations, right, where I'm a neutral. Like, I don't, I'm not rooting for either or team. I'm just watching, like, soccer, you know, like, just, just trying to just enjoy the game, I guess you could say. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've seen situations where one team will take a shot and it will hit a head. Like, let's let's use the handball example. Let's let's say this. Portugal shoots. Port, like you said, Portugal shoots. It hit Panama's hand um, penalty. Right. I might get I might get upset because, yeah, we give away a penalty. But at the end of the day, if the VAR shows that it's a handball, it's a handball. You can't get mad at that. Right. So mm-hmm. that's your penalty. Now, if we come down the other end. Right. And I sh- and Panama shoots it, and it hits Portugal in the hand, and then they just don't check it afterwards. I've seen situations like that, and then and then at that point, it question. That's when you hear the- that's when you hear the comments. VAR is bad. VAR is trash. It's because they pick and choose when to use it. So overall, yes, it is a good thing for the sport, but if they don't use it at the right times, or if they don't use it like equally, I guess you could say for both teams, for both sides, it ruins the sport. It, it, yes. just, it ruins the sports a little bit because you can't if if the same situation happens on one end and then it happens on the and you call it and then it happens on the other end and you don't call it at that point what what are we doing then what what what, what are we using it for you know what I mean yeah it, I I agree with that because at the end of the day it's the referee's choice if he wants to go to VAR or not it's no one else's but the main referee in the center of the field so like it's up to him. And, like, sometimes they don't call it. I've seen many games like that. Eric, I, I can agree to that. But, like, overall, out of 100 times, you probably see that probably a handful amount of times. So, like, 90% of the time, VAR is helpful. So, it has helped many other games in the, in, you know what I mean, in the past. It has. It has. I just, mm, I can't, I'm behind it, but I can't get fully behind it yet. Because the one mm-hmm. time you, you get behind it and then they, then, in my opinion, like, for example, the offsides one really, like, holds, like, a, a strong, 
a strong a strong um part or like a strong area in in me because I've seen too many calls where they I hate when they bring out like the little lines. Yeah, like the dotted the dotted red lines. I feel like I literally saw one with like half of a foot offside. I'm like, like, like what you is that? Kidding. You what? gotta be kidding me. <laughs> oh my gosh! But technically, it is offside, so like it's so annoying yeah. like that though. But whenever I say that to myself, I can't even take my own self seriously. I I, I look at the TV, I'll be like, I mean, technically, it is offside, <laughs> but like, come on, we gotta, we got. I feel like in that case, it's just a little bit over, over, like dragged out. In other words, but shout out to Shockwave, man. Oh yeah, so, coming in with these with these awesome messages. But let's go ahead and listen to his next message. Here is Shockwave, dude. That, that penalty that they awarded the Netherlands against Mexico and late and super late in that game, it, that literally riled up an entire nation, bro. Mm -hmm. There was millions of people pissed. In an instant, you go from the roller coaster of emotions, you're about to win, you're about to beat this uh, big time favorite, yeah. you're the underdog, and then it's ripped away from you. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And Unfortunately, I that happens. I, I also want to say this. Not only was it just the, mate, the nation of Mexico, I, it was football fans around the world, realistically, because you don't, no one supports that. No one likes when the game, like when there's a bad call and it's at such a crucial moment at such a high stage. You understand? Like, it, you can't really make that mistake. I guarantee you. I wonder if that, you know, I wonder, I wonder if that referee ever got another refereeing job again. He probably did. You think he did? I don't. Think yeah, probably. Did. Probably for the Netherlands country. You know the Netherlands. Uh, <laughs> they love him. They love him over there. They love right? him over there. They love him over there. Oh my gosh, that's absolutely um, that's hilarious. But also, I want to mention. I believe that was um, I believe that was the 2018 World Cup. I hope I'm correct on that. Because 2018? No, it wasn't. Was yeah, it? because because I remember specifically. That was the year that Mexico was going crazy, and they beat Germany. And I, I remember Germany won the 2014 World Cup, so I know for a fact they got eliminated in in the group stage because of the World Cup, like the so-called World Cup curse. But um, I believe that's when Mexico went crazy, and then that. But at the same time, I might be wrong. I don't know. I, I believe it was. Two, I thought it was the 2014 uh, World Cup. But I. Oh no, you are right. I think you are right. Oh no, I think you are right. I think, then, I think it was 2014. Yes, because, yeah, I think I'm thinking of something else. I think you're correct. I think you are correct. All right. Ooh, I almost got that. Thank, thank you for jogging my memory again. I, no I like, You know what I'll try to do? I'll try to literally, like, put a vision in my mind of when it happened and where they were. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't find it. But there it is, man. But shout out to Shockwave, and here is his last yes. awesome message. Here it is. Here it is. The head trainers for these soccer teams need a little red flag like the NFL coaches for the VAR. They get like yeah. one or two a game. You throw that little red flag out there. That way there's no missed calls like you guys just touched on where they sometimes they call it, sometimes they don't. That is interesting. That is interesting, Shockwave. Because in the NFL, they do do that, and you have two challenges per game. So you have to be very precious with your challenges as an NFL coach because, like, if it was that close or, like, you got to wait until the end, like, you got to wait for your opportunity. Same thing with NBA. Like, you got to wait your challenges till the end of the game because you don't know if there's going to be any more importance. But you think that's, – that's very interesting. Should that's uh, a, just soccer head coaches be able to have at least one or two challenges per game? 
That's a debate topic, if anything. Do they? I mean, I don't know if that's a debate. I agree with that 100%. I think they but, should. Why not? But no, no, no. You know, see now, the reason I say debate, yeah, we can agree with it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just, I'm nervous to just agree with it. I'm going to be so honest with you because, like, I just don't understand it. I don't, I don't know how it would work. It, would, it sounds like it would make sense. But, and I like, I, it sounds cool to be honest with you. It sounds like it'd make the game a little bit more like fun or intense. But then, how many do they get per game? You know, that's mm-hmm. a big question. How many do we give them? Do we give them two? Do we I give, them give them one? one? Give them one, the precious one. See, oh my, you know, you know, if I was a coach, if I'm being honest, if I was a coach and, and that happened to me, I, the only time I'm ever challenging a, a play is whether, is whether it's, it has to be either in the late game situation or if it's not late game, either it has to be a penalty or a red card. You know, like the last defender tackles? Yeah, that's why it's up to you. You get that right. one precious one, and you got to make your right decision on it. Because I feel like, like, like if you have two or even more than that, if you have more than one, I feel like it's going to slow down the game of soccer. Yeah. Because there are, very, there are a lot of opportunities in soccer where there are handballs, there are slide tackles, they get real cards, some red cards. I feel like there's a lot of opportunities in soccer that do that, that happen like that. And I feel like if we have more than two challenges or more than one, I feel like it will kind of slow down the game. It will be like, oh, everyone will be like, okay, here comes another challenge. we got to wait five minutes, give five more minutes extra time, and be like, okay, all right, we get it, you know? So I think one should be enough. Definitely. Definitely. I, I mess with that. All right. I I do – it's just weird. Like, oh, my gosh, soccer with challenges? Like, it just sounds weird. Yeah. It just yeah. sounds weird. Maybe Bro. we got to talk to FIFA, man. Yo, let me let me get at the president, man. Let me get at the president, you know? <laughs> we'll write, you know, we'll write him a, a sincere letter. Wait a minute. Isn't he listening to the podcast right now? Hold up. Is he? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he is. I'm, oh, he I'll is. Text, I'll text him really quick. Make sure he is. Make sure he has his friends on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, his friends. Goodness. His friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well... Without further ado, man, shout to Shockwave. Thank you for yes. all those messages, man. We um we really appreciate those. Also, I just want to encourage everyone else that's listening right now. Feel free to send in your voice, man. Send in your opinion, whatever whatever you feel like. If 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 you feel comfortable, we're not saying that you have to, but if you feel comfortable, do so. You know, we're not gonna yeah. No fun. No fun. that it's definitely not a requirement to watch our show. So yeah. So, <laughs> but um, without further ado, David, we got three more audio messages, and they're all from our guy Pablo. What is up, my guys? How are y'all doing? Oh, it's hot as hell over here where I'm at, here in the west coast of Canada. Um, I'm not in a very happy mood right now. Uh, y'all oh, probably oh. know why. Yeah. I am a Barcelona fan, no, <laughs> and my boy Messi is going to be leaving, so... Not a very fun time to be a Barca fan, but I am a Messi fan, so I will support him wherever he goes. Where would you guys think he will go? Personally, they, they might. There's going to be some leniency because Neymar is there, and he'll go PSG because a lot of Argentinians are there and, and all that, but I don't know about Ramos. Personally, I think he should go to the Premier League. There is shouts that Man City is the biggest again, is the biggest again. one to go for. Again, Man City again. Oh my! Stop, Man City! You can't get every single great player. It's impossible. You can't do that. It's not. It's not fair. 
But shout out to Papa Rodriguez, man. Shout out to you. Thanks for that. Uh, and that's a debate topic, too. I can say that. Where will Messi go? If you, I, I want to take this one real quick, if you don't mind. Please do, because I'm not, I'm not in the right mindset to even speak. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw this report, this, uh, not this morning, but throughout, actually a couple hours ago, and it says, PSG is very confident in acquiring Lionel Messi. They are very confident that they will get a deal done. A deal done with PSG. And uh, if Messi goes to PSG, it's just unfair, man. It's really unfair. Like, it's not f- you got Neymar, Di Maria, Messi, Kylian Mbappe, Sergio Ramos. Like, that team by itself with those four or five people are stacked. And there are many other people on that team that are above superstar talent. So, like, even if it goes to PSG, it'd still be annoying for soccer because it'd be like, all right, another – it's like a super team in NBA. Like, okay, another one. All right, we know PSG is going to win the Champions, the Champions League, stuff like that. But now if he goes to Man City, Man City again? Oh, they just signed Grealish to a record deal. Like, come on, guys. Where's where all this money's coming from? That's what I want to know. Maybe give some money to d and Takeover. Like, you guys are money on Lionel Messi and Grealish and all these other transfers. Come on. And the thing is, you're getting all these great players, but say you're getting so much players that you're not even going to play half of them. So yep. what's the point of having them? Yeah. Like if you if you had Messi, then who's going to get out of the forward line? Di Maria. Yeah. yeah. That's unfair to Di Maria because he's a very he's a very good player. So like you got all this talent at Man City, all this talent and uh, PSG. It's like you have all these players and you're not even going to play half of them. It's like it's kind of being a little selfish. I'm not going to lie. But it's to answer the question, the debate topic, I'm going to have to say I believe Messi is going to go to drum roll. No, there's no drum roll. <laughs> Messi is going to go to, I think, Man City. He's going to go to Premier League. Oh, my God. All right. Well, uh. Ah, oh, Rodriguez, you had to bring it up, man. You had to bring it. It was gonna come up regardless, but ah, mm-hmm. uh, the amount of pain I can't even I can't even begin to like explain. I when I saw this, you know, I was just in. I wasn't in. I somewhat I was somewhat in shock, but at the same time, I wasn't like fully. I wasn't angry. You know, I was just sad because one. Oh, I am a Barcelona fan as well. So, but just put that out there. But um, I'm also I'm also a West Ham fan. Not that that matters. But like, <laughs> what's what's it going? He's gonna go to West Ham. Oh, I, <laughs> I wish that'd be. <laughs> but overall, man, uh, it was sad because realistically, it was just an end of an era, you know. And it it's just if you look at the bigger picture, like don't even not even thinking about Barcelona as a club right now. Messi's legacy is literally at Barcelona. You know, like he. Mm-hmm. Everything he's done, he went through Barcelona. He grew up in in like within our academy. He he's just he, the first. He's he's literally linked to Barcelona. That's his club. You know what I mean? So just being when you see the fact that he's leaving, you just know that like the era of I'm gonna bring Ronaldo in this, into this too. But like the era like Messi and Ronaldo is like just slowly coming down. You know what I mean? Like it's just like slowly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's slowly going down and down and down. And so it's, it's kind of like, it's just sad to see, you know? Yeah. End of, the, end of the era. Now, this will be a new chapter, but overall, it just won't be the same. 
as what we had before. But all you got to do is be grateful for what we had from before, you know, to, to see these two guys go off at El Clasico. There's going to be an El Clasico with no Messi and Ronaldo. Think about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I've been watching soccer for who knows how long, and all I know is Messi, Ronaldo, and El Clasico. It's just Pretty much. That, it's it's going to be so weird to watch, but, um, yeah, man. Obviously, very sad sight, unfortunate, but I'm not mad, you know. We... Uh, we as a club, if I'm talking about Barcelona as a whole, we haven't been smart, obviously, with our money and the way we use it. And as you can see, that's affected us in the fact that we're in extreme debt. So, <laughs> um, hey, yeah. we we haven't been smart, man. We have not been smart. But, um, you know, he deserves better at this point. He does deserve better. He does not deserve a club that um that's not going to take care of the, like, if that's not going to take care of business, you know. And if we're not going to take care of business, maybe somebody else is. So, with that being said, now where is he gonna go? I hope, honestly, I don't know. I don't know why. I could see why he would go to Man City, but Man City just like like David said, Man City just confirmed the signing of Jack Grealish for like it was a hundred. It was a hundred million, but I think tax like in, um the English tax brought up to like one one thirty nine. Um, but either way, they just signed Jack Grealish. So realistically, they just signed the winger and now Messi's up free. So it wouldn't really make sense, but at the same time, Messi's Messi. So like it may it he makes it make sense, you know what I mean? To go to go mm-hmm. sign him. But for me, I wouldn't want to see Messi at PSG because of the fact that I'm a Neymar fan and I would love to see them come back together. Now I wanted to see Neymar, I wanted to see them come back together and the fact that Neymar came back to Barcelona, but as you can see, that's not happening. But um <laughs> I would love to see him in PSG, um, and and if not, because I don't want to see him go to Man City, to be honest. I don't want to see him to go to Man City. It would be nice to see Messi in the Premier League, but just not on Man City, in my opinion. But um, if not, I would love – I know it's a little bit of a weird decision. I would love for him to go to Juventus. I would love that to happen. <laughs> nah, I don't know if that's going to happen, but – Strictly, strictly because I just want to see him and Ronaldo play together. That's all. I don't know if that would work. <laughs> I feel like they were both on the ball. I'm like, give me the ball. I take the shot. Free kick. Who's think... taking it? <laughs> Free kick. Who's taking it? But imagine, no, but you can, you can, you can, um, on like certain areas, like if it's on one side of the field, all right, Messi, you got this. Cause like, you know, you, the curl's insane. But like, if it's on the other side of the field, like, all right, Ronaldo, you take this one. You know, like, they, they take, it'd just be fun. It'd just be fun to finally see these guys finally play together. So. Uh, I don't know. I kind of I would love to see it, but if anything, my 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 realistic pick would be PSG. I'd love to see him go to PSG. I have all the things, but um. All right. Well, you heard it here, Man City for me. Eric says PSG. So we'll find out in the coming days. Yeah, literally just like that, man. But shout to Rodriguez, man, for yes. that great topic right there. Let's go ahead and go on to his next audio message. Here we go, man. Here it is. And I'm not gonna lie. VAR has been, for me as an Arsenal fan too, it's been unfair. <laughs> I like See? the concept, but yeah. it's just been unfair for us with all the calls <laughs> and all the non-calls that have been done with us. But it 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 does help the game, but at the same time, it does fuck us over. So it, it is a double-edged sword. Yes, of course. There's always going to be an unhappy thing, depending on the team that the call goes against. But, you know... Overall, VAR is helping in uh, some sense. So, yeah, definitely. That was well said, though. That was well said by Rodriguez right there, man. Mm-hmm. That was well said. He's just like, 
he related to it because his team gets gets destroyed by it sometimes. You know, you can't. That's unfortunate, yeah. right there, man. That's unfortunate. But let's go ahead and go on to his next audio message. Here we go. I'm not gonna lie. Like that would be the only Americanized thing I would like is for them to have a challenge. Like I don't want anything else that's Americanized in in in, in football, in yeah. football. Cause like, look what they were gonna do with the Super League. It was basically Americanized. That's what they were gonna do. It's basically have a league with no yeah. with no relegations. That's like it's just that's like true. I I did not want that. That's true. So so apparently we gotta we gotta go for the challenges, man. We gotta go for the challenge. Yeah, man. Like it's just <laughs> like well, what's it called? I just yo, you know what? Matter of fact, we should just send an email to FIFA headquarters. That's that's just it. You know? Wait, what do you We're... mean? I already I'm already writing it at the moment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, ladies and gentlemen, there it is. So what, David? Ready, ready. All you need to do is write the email and then send all these audio messages to, to FIFA headquarters. Yeah, you know, all right. Don't, don't make the changes. You know, we have we, the we need We need a petition, too, so uh, we got to set that up. That'd be lit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but um, let's go ahead and go on to his next audio message. The last two are from Rodriguez as well, man. Here we go. Yeah. And I guess now here's here's another question that, that's probably a good debate topic. Should Messi be the only player in football history to get his number 10 retired? In a club, Whoa. i.e. Barcelona. Whoa, that's should, hard. Should he be the only one to get retired? Like, is number ten? I mean, he'd be the first. He'd so be the first. I mean, have we not seen how this guy plays? <laughs> I mean, if we're if, the, if if for future reference, if the Knicks are going to retire Carmelo Anthony's jersey. I'm pretty sure we can retire Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo's jerseys. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> I mean, we, I don't know. I think, why not? Just retire them. They're awesome players, and I don't think we're going to see players like that ever again. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree. I'm gonna, I don't, that's, in my opinion, uh, one, one, I think it's an American tradition, but at the same time, we've seen the way that you guys play, they, they deserve it. No doubt in my mind that they don't deserve it. But, if it was to happen, I definitely wouldn't mind. I wouldn't care. I would not care at all. Like it's it's Ronaldo and Messi. Like what? They they change the game. But then I don't want it to become a trend. No, it would only be for them. It would only be for them because their game is different is de- different from every other. Like Lionel uh, Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, the, the two goats of soccer. So that's why they got their jersey retired, and that's and then, the only explanation they need. And then on and then when when fifty years passes down down the line and we have a new monster of a player in soccer, what are we going to do then? Retire his jersey too? No, we tell him, we'll tell him it's only a one-in-a-lifetime thing. We're oh sorry that you, that you missed the date. We're sorry that you missed the cutoff, but unfortunately we can't retire it. Yeah, we're sorry that you missed the cutoff because you just wasn't alive <laughs> then, but it's okay. Don't worry. Like, oh my goodness, man. I did, That's the reason because in my opinion, if they if they do that with Messi Ronaldo, they're going to start doing, they have to start doing that with a bunch of players. And also... <laughs> Also, I feel like the way the way um football would work, I feel like they would go back and start retiring everyone's jersey at that point. I, I don't know. I just feel like they'd mess it up. They would have no more. No, we'd have no more numbers left. Exactly. You know, we'd go triple I've, digit I've, numbers. I've always wondered what the NBA is gonna do when like one team just runs out of numbers. Like what happens? Like eventually, eventually you would think it would happen, right? 
I don't know. Maybe they just say, okay, they're starting to look at the talent. They'd be like, okay, I'm sorry, we can't retire your jersey. <laughs> you know? Oh my goodness. Or do they take do they take the jersey down and they just like reopen oh, the number? I think they, they keep it up there, but they, they ask like permission to, to use the number. Definitely. That'd be fire. Yeah, that would be fire. But yo, man, Rodriguez got us out here thinking, man. We got yeah. so, so many different things. But um without further ado, man, let's play this next audio message. Here we go. I mean, y'all gotta remember too. There were rumors that Messi and Ronaldo were gonna be were gonna be playing at either Barcelona or or Juventus. It was mainly Juventus that there was the link up. But I mean, it could happen now that he's technically it's basically a free agent. He can go anywhere he wants without anyone buying from him. Messi and Ronaldo up top, dude. That would be unfair. It's so unfair. Unfair. That'd be so unfair. It's not even funny. It's like having LeBron and MJ play against each other versus like everyone else. <laughs> you know, and you know what'd be even more crazy if they found a way to beat PSG and Man City in like the same season. You know, like say like they go to yeah. Champions League. Well, I mean, technically Juventus isn't in the Champions League this year because of the Super. Right. Oh yeah, my yeah. goodness! Oh yeah, my goodness! This see, that's the reason why Messi probably wouldn't go there because there's no Champions League football there. So. But maybe Ronaldo leaves and he wants to join. Who knows? No. Oh, my goodness. Imagine they both go back to Man United. Oh, well, no, not both go back. Ronaldo yeah, goes Ronaldo back goes back. Goes. Maybe. Imagine that. That would be maybe. crazy. That <laughs> would be crazy. Oh, my gosh. I would not want that. West Ham up, man. They all need to come to West Ham. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. No, they got to go to Wolverhampton Wolves. No, what? Wolves all right, maybe Ronaldo. Maybe Ronaldo. They got a whole post. It's like the Portuguese national team on the Wolves. Exactly. So that's what, that, that's what it needs to be. That's what it needs to be. But um, let's go ahead and go. We have, dude, we're getting these audio messages in today, man. We love it. Man, we love it. The next two are from our boy Shockwave. So let's let's keep it going. Here we go. Fellas, what's with all the doom and gloom with uh, Messi? The man uh, obviously took that club to great heights. And Barcelona is bigger than Messi. That's been one of the top clubs in the world for decades. So he had a great run with them. The time is right for him to move on. He won that that title with Argentina uh, here this summer. Meant a lot to him. So he's accomplished a lot. And uh, maybe he's just looking to, uh, I don't know, greener pastures, if you will. He should join uh, Boca Juniors or River Plate and uh, reignite that ridiculous rivalry (laughs) down there in Argentina. Uh, Nah, I'm not about that. I'm he's not too, about he's that. He's too good. He's too good to go down there, but I think he should stay in the, the top league. The top he league, because he's still he, a top player. He would destroy people down there. He would destroy yeah. them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he scored, like, much. three goals a game. It, it'd be unfair. It'd really be unfair. <laughs> dude, dude could show up to a game, like, like not even re- not even physically fit, and he would still score three goals. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Bro. But um, I will say this, though. You know, you know what would be a good argument? I would say you can somewhat argue that Messi's success and Bar- and Barcelona's club success is darn near even. Cause and and let me tell you why. Now now that sounds a little bit crazy because like what like a club versus a player? Like no, they've been players before him. I would I would say this much: the amount of championships that that we've won while Messi has been on our team. Is insane. Is insane. We're talking about UCLs. We're talking about 
obviously La Liga's, Copa de España. There's so many trophies that this man has won while he's been under Barcelona. Now, obviously, the trophies go to go to his resume and Barcelona's resume and as a whole. But if you look at, like, let's just say if Messi isn't on Barcelona on certain years, do Barcelona still win the Champions League? No, Messi's the person who put Barcelona really, I mean, they've been on the map, but put him even more exclusively away from all the other teams and put him on a different tier. And also, I would say this, and this burns me to say this, but before Messi was even here, I wouldn't say it was. It was getting El Clasico was getting closer, but overall, Real Real Madrid was dominating his history as a whole. Real Madrid was just a top club. It was just the the club. It was they, they, no one could beat them. It was crazy. But you know, obviously, like other players started to show up on the scene, and it got a little bit closer, right? But then Messi shows up on the scene. And it changes the entire aspect to the point where you can have a really good argument about who's better, Barcelona or Real Madrid, at the time. And and, per- and personally, I don't know if this is a little, I don't know if this is biased or not, but I would say that Barcelona at, at a time were just better than Real Madrid as a whole. You know, for 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 a good for a good amount of time. But overall, man, I that's a, that's about a debate topic that we need to discuss one day. Maybe not today, because you know we 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 we're talking a lot about it right now. But <laughs> and I still want you to get your debate topic in as well. So yeah, but that's definitely something that we should discuss. That should be a debate topic. That's you gotta write it down. Shout! I I'm, I'm probably gonna, I'm going to I'm going to. But shout <laughs> it, man! Shout out to you, bro. You yeah, got, you got my my my. You got me thinking. You got me thinking. But um, without further ado. Let's go ahead and go on to the next. We got three more already. Let's go. Let's do them. Let's go through them. All right, here we go with Shockwave. Here we go. No, when they run out of numbers, they just add a point, like a decimal, and then like 23.1. So if all, <laughs> if everybody retires Jordan's jersey, somebody comes out with the number 23.1, 23.2, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we're going to decimals, and then after that, we're going to go into fractions, and then rational numbers. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, uh, technically, 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 it is a number. Technically, it is a number. Oh, we're going to percentages, like fifty percent. Like the number will, the number will be fifty percent. We ran oh, out of numbers. Nah. <laughs> imagine, imagine looking at a jersey and it says someone's last name and it just says one half. It's what? <laughs> oh my god. Or point five, point five. I mean, that'd nah. be that'd be uh, terrible. <laughs> Yo, but, Shockwave uh, got the mad idea. You know, Shockwave, man. You might as well just be the commissioner of the NBA at this point. You just might you as know, well. That might work out. That might work. It might. It will. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Shockwave. But let's go on to this next audio message, which is from Shockwave again. So, Eric, I'm going to play it if you don't mind. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Me, for one, I'm happy that uh, Ronaldo and Messi are out of La Liga. Because those two clubs are like super teams, like you guys mentioned. And uh, me, I followed La Liga because of those teams, but then I realized the discrepancy in talent. So I started rooting for my guys in Sevilla. And uh, that's the club I root for. So um, I kind of, you know, I'm kind of glad to see Messi. I mean, maybe like even the playing field. But you know, Barcelona will just reload, man. Yeah, definitely. Barcelona is going to have money and they're gonna do the same thing Messi's gonna do. So I'm just I'm just hoping Messi, whatever he we were paying him, brings us out of debt, man. That's all I that's all I hope. <laughs> like we're literally I am not over exaggerating. We're literally in debt. I don't know how we, we brought in Memphis Depay. I don't know how we brought in Aguero. I, I I don't know how they're playing. 
Oh, I don't know how they're literally playing for us. But also, not to mention, quick like sidebar, right? I feel bad for Agu- for Aguero, low key, because this man literally came to Barcelona because he was persuaded by Messi. <laughs> he was persuaded <laughs> to play with Messi at Barcelona, and Messi left to go somewhere. That's like, great. Messi is was like, like, Messi's like, you know, psych. Sorry, I meant, I meant, I meant, uh, this team, not, not, not Barcelona. I meant to go to this team, PSG, not, not Barcelona. Aguero, I'm sorry. See, imagine now, imagine if, um, imagine if he goes to Man City and Aguero just left Man City. That would make no sense. <laughs> oh my goodness. If I'm Aguero, I'd be so tight. I'd be so angry. <laughs> Oh my God! You just screwed him over. Yeah, that's great. That's funny. That's a little sidebar, though. But um, let's go ahead and play this last audio message, man. This one's from our boy Rodriguez, man. Here we go. Eric, Eric, I get you. You and me, boys, we're Barca guys. Here's the thing. The best way to compare it right now is, I feel like to me, comparison. Messi is basically Tom Brady of of North America. Think about it. Think about it. Even though there was a lot of success, even though there was a lot of success with Barca, watch probably without him, they will not win a title in the next three years. Because now we're in rebuild mode. Think about it. We got Aguero, who's probably gonna, who's probably not gonna be playing that hard anymore because he's like 33 and he has maybe like two, three years left. We have Memphis Depay which I love that they got Memphis Depay to be the striker. But once Messi goes somewhere else and he gets more titles, he's basically Tom Brady. Uh, I'm in pain. When he said, when he said the three, uh, not, uh, not another championship in three years, oh my gosh. That's, David, that's not normal, bro. I'm used to Barcelona at least winning the championship every other year, at least. At least, like, I mean, we gotta get used to it, man. We gotta get used to it, you know. Maybe it's gonna happen, but you never know. Maybe Barcelona's got that that talent. Maybe they got that drive as a whole team that they can get that first that first uh, place in the La Liga trophy. But I doubt it. I really do, if I'm being honest. Now, now, David, David, how do you? I know you're a Ronaldo fan, but how do you feel about him calling Messi the Tom Brady of of basically soccer? You know what I mean? No, he said the Tom. He said Tom Brady in North America. If he said Tom Brady of, of the whole world, that would have been a different story. But he said Tom Brady of North America. So What's the I difference? Mean, just North America. You know, the soccer is different from North America to, to uh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, I just, I just realized what he just said. Yeah, um, what? Uh, oh, that's what he meant. Okay. You know what, Pablo Rodriguez? I just got what he said. It took me a little while. But I thought he meant uh, the Tom Brady of Americas, like South America and North America. But I'm going to have to stop you right there because Ronaldo is, in fact, one of the greatest of all times, if not the greatest of all time. And you can't automatically put Messi in Tom Brady status. And also, you got to put Ronaldo in there, too. Ronaldo and Messi in Tom Brady status. You can't just put one person in Tom Brady status. If you compare these numbers, they are both evenly matched. If not, Ronaldo, a little better. But let's go on. (laughs) We move on. But... All right, all right, man. All right, I'm just going to – wait, you say Ronaldo a little bit better? Hold on. Yeah. No, yeah. we can't let that slide. We can't but I will that... say this. Ready, 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 ready? Go ahead. If, if Messi 
we all seen Messi on Barcelona, and Messi's been comfortable in Barcelona. You know, he's been the leader of the team. And we've seen Ronaldo go from other teams. He's been on Manchester United. He's been on uh, uh, Sporting. He's been on many other teams, Juventus, Real Madrid. And he's succeeded at every single, every single team. Now, if Barcelona, if Real Madrid, not Real Madrid, if Lionel Messi can't perform at another team other than Barcelona, will that matter to his legacy? Because uh, uh... if it does, if it does, then Ronaldo is going to have a, a little bit more of a booster. I don't know, but at the same time, I have to mention the fact that you're forgetting that Messi might win his seventh Ballon d'Or this year. Yeah, mm. yeah, I don't know about that. But, mm. he's been with, but he, guess who he won it with? If he wins it with Barcelona. So, okay. That's why. Well, I'm talking about other teams. Dude, he carried us this year. I, yo, there was... I'm not talking about... Just remember, I, listen to the question. If he goes to another team and he doesn't have the same success as Ronaldo had with all these other teams that Ronaldo has played with, will that impact Messi's legacy? I don't think it will, in my opinion, because in my opinion, in soccer, it's, it's a little bit like, in other words, you verse everybody. You know what I mean? By Ronaldo going to a different team, yes, he's able to work with different people, but Messi's been able to say that at the same situation. It's kind of like a Jordan thing. Jordan didn't do it with anybody else. That didn't impact his, his, his history. You know what I mean? Like, ov- overall, I don't really know. It could, but at the same time, I don't. I don't think so because of the fact because Messi is who he is. In other words, but I will say this much: we can compare the stats all day long. I will say this much: as as in this debate, you know, I, I'm I'm on Messi's side, David's on Ronaldo's side. I will say this much: if you just watch the two of them play, in my opinion, if you just you just watch it and it's just magical. From Matt. It's it's magical. Not saying it's not mm-hmm. magical from Ronaldo because Ronaldo's Ronaldo's just Ronaldo's not a human. He's just not a human. But <laughs> Messi's not a human too. And it's just like for for me, what I see and be the fact that I am a soccer player, when I, when I see what Messi does, well be the fact that we're both soccer players, when I see that Messi what I see what I see Messi do is unexplainable. It's literally unexplainable. Ronaldo's just way too good. Messi just, in my head, Messi just out of this world. Literally an alien. A full-on alien. So, that's why I, that's why I, say on, I stay on Messi. So, you got Messi as an alien, Ronaldo as a robot. Basically. Basically. <laughs> Ronaldo's pro, he's a program. The dude has a fitness, he's like, they said, I'll never forget this. I said this last episode too, or maybe like two episodes ago. They say that Ronaldo, at like the age of thirty, had like the body of a twenty-five-year-old. Like, what? yeah, that's the one thing you can never take away from Ronaldo is his health and his fitness, because he takes care of that better than any athlete in the world. He's a human robot. It does not mm-hmm. make sense. It does not make sense. Man. <laughs> but either way, shout out to Rodriguez, man. Let's go into the next audio message, which is from our boy Shockwave. Do you guys think a MLS cup or a MLS team has the uh, the finances no. to go after Messi for a year or two? I mean, obviously, it's going to put them. I mean, I don't understand the salary cap in the MLS. I'm going to keep it 100. But seeing Messi in the MLS would do wonders for that league for a year or two, you know? You know, Shockwave, I'm going to be honest with you. And uh, with all honesty, no. I don't, think, I don't <laughs> think if you put all the soccer teams in MLS combined, I don't even know if it's enough for Messi's contract, if I'm being serious with you. And obviously, I'm just joking. I know, obviously, they're making millions. But still, 
it just goes to show, show how much money, how much difference in money is from European soccer to MLS soccer, and how much money Messi and I put Ronaldo in there make to even be over there. So to expect, and it would be great for MLS soccer if, if one of those two superstars go over there. And I will think, I do think that they will go over there sometime in the future, mm-hmm. but maybe when Ronaldo's like 43, like Tom Brady's mm-hmm. age, he'll go over to MLS and just start playing with them like Zlatan did. And then Messi would do around, around the same age, same time. So like, that's the only time they'll actually go there and they'll, they'll still be like 85 overall. <laughs> Dominating I, the whole league. I'll say this much. Um, at the end of the day, in my opinion, like, it, yeah, it would help the MLS for like a little bit though. In my opinion, it kind of like just it kind of embarrasses us. In my opinion, let's let's just take let's just take Slatan's case for example, right? Slatan came to the MLS. I forgot how long he stayed for, right? Dude mm-hmm. was dude was old as as no other, and he went to the MLS. Literally just destroyed the entire league, and then he's like, "Actually, I'm too I'm still too good, so I'm gonna go back to AC Milan." <laughs> like if Messi, they're just they just they, we're retirement home. Shockwave, if that if that makes sense, like we're a retirement home for Europe. Everybody, <laughs> everybody that is like good, or like anyone that's like that has been good in the past, but like they're they're they want to like slow down their career, like slowly go into retirement, just come to the MLS. It's like it's 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 great. Um, publicity. Plub, I almost said it wrong. Plub, publicity. Publicity. There yeah. it is. There. Yeah. I have to sound up my letters. Oh God. <laughs> but um, what's it called? It's still like the our fans are amazing. Still, the fans are, are great. But overall, like it's just kind of embarrassing the fact that we have like young kids coming out of college and stuff, and like we have like athletes, in, quote unquote, in their prime, and then you have like a forty three year old that comes over and just dominates, <laughs> and he's like, ah, this is too easy. Like what? Uh, it just go. I don't know if it's embarrassing. It just goes to show how great that these athletes in Europe are. Yeah, you know. But, but you would, I just wish that, like, the MLS was, like, up to par. Put it, put it, all right, I'll put it in an example, like, this way. I'll put it in this example, right? The MLS All-Stars, the MLS All-Stars, they, like, this is basically, like, the NBA All-Star game, you know, the 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 Pro Bowl in, 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 um... NFL. NFL, thank you. Um, certain, all, all that stuff, right? Where they take the best players in the league and they put them on one team. You put them against Man City, the MLS All-Stars, and they lose. And this is before Man City was crazy stacked. They were still a good team, but they weren't crazy stacked, right? And they lose 5 nothing. <laughs> Think about that. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's not – there's levels. There's just levels. So, but that's that, man. That's what I wanted to say on that topic. What do you think about that, David? Uh, MLS is basically a farmer's league for Bro, the European <laughs> League. And it's also retirement home. I like how you put retirement home because it's awesome. And it's kind of true because me, I'm not really interested in MLS. I've watched it previously in the past. And I still watch it sometime, time of day. But, like, I, I just can't watch it. I, when you compare two different soccer from European soccer and MLS, it's two different animals. Really? It's, it's European soccer is, like, where the, the grown men play. And American soccer is where, like, the young kids play. And I'm not taking anything away from these MLS stars because they obviously are good because they made the MLS and it's very hard for people in different countries to make the MLS. Yes. But it compared to the talent in Europe, two different places. Yeah. 
I like I like how you said no disrespect to the MLS because yeah, let's just like to clarify that those athletes are still amazing, right? There's mm-hmm. like to your average soccer player, they 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 blow them out the water, literally blow mm-hmm. them out the water. So they they're still amazing, but like David said, compared to Europe, it's unmatched. It's literally unmatched. So, but also, I'll, what was I gonna say? Oh my gosh! Oh, this is what I wanted to say really quick, David. We do have. A couple more audio messages, but I feel as if I want I want you to get your debate topic in before we do keep playing these. So I feel like we okay. do your debate topic and then we'll go back to the audio messages. So sounds I, good. We'll do yeah. we'll do mine quick. We'll do mine quick. All right, here we and, go. And uh, my debate, my my topic for the great debate is a little bit of NBA, and uh, we've had free agency just happen. And the, the question is, or the topic is, which NBA team after a couple of days of free agency? is looking like a dangerous team or a dangerous contender based off of what they picked during free agency. I love this. I love this debate topic. All right. Well, oh, gosh. See, now, we just went from Messi leaving the Barcelona to the NBA free agency. And <laughs> if, as you guys know, if you know me and David, David is a New York fan as a whole, and I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. So you know we're not happy about this one right here. I mean, <laughs> David, you, you, you're like 50% happy, I guess you could say, you know? Like, yeah. 50-50, you know, but when it comes to Brooklyn's side, oh, no, 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 not at all. But um, if I had to pick one team that's looking, see now, are we looking like, are we saying the most dangerous or? Yes, based off of like, based off of the players they got and the players that they had, who is looking the most dangerous? That's easily the Lakers. Easily the Lakers. It's just, the Lakers, I, I did not think they could get that good. You know what I mean? When I when like I was sitting at home with um getting all the the notifications from like Sham and and just and just not Sham, I'm sorry, Woj. I'm thinking somebody else. Um, getting all the all getting all these Woj bombs. Wayne Ellington has joined the Lakers. Dwight Howard has joined the Lakers. Everyone was joining the Lakers, bro. Everybody. And the, <laughs> the GM. The, the literally the GM. And the worst part. Was the fact that they were all basically signing for veteran veteran deals, mm-hmm. so it wasn't affecting the cap. So they still had money. It was crazy. Carmelo Anthony, Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn. Jeez, at this point they should just sign us. Like what? Let me get <laughs> like what's going on? They signed they signed a bunch a bunch of people. Now I will say this: the only thing is that they are a little bit old. All right, yeah, we all hear that's a little bit old, but overall, man. If you think that this team is gonna be bad, I, I I just I just don't see it happening. This team is going to be it's crazy. It's gonna be crazy. They got they got the shooters, they got the playmakers, they got the defenders, they got it all. They have it all. They have the depth. They have it all, man. They have literally have everything that they need to win a championship. Everything. And if they yeah. don't win it this year, it's gonna screw them up because they're all on one year deals. So they gotta win it this year. And exactly. the, Nets to, the Nets have to win it this year as well because next season the big three is gonna basically be free agents. So it's 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 a lot on the line this season. But that's my if I had to pick one team, David, to answer the question, yeah, I would say the Lakers. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree too. I think the Lakers have definitely proved in free agency that they're they're meaning no business this year. And they're not looking for barely making it into the playoffs like they did last year, especially with players getting older like LeBron James and uh Anthony Davis, and to give quick stats, or a quick a quick stats, they have five people over thirty five years old on this team oh for next my. year, 
And those people are Dwight Howard, who's 35 years old, Trevor Reese at 36, Mark Gasol at 36, LeBron James, 36 years old, and Carmel Anthony, 37. So it's not looking good. And you have Wayne Ellington at 33, Russell Westbrook at 32, and Ken Bazemore at 32, while Anthony Davis is 28. So he's still a little, he's still young. But what this is telling me about the Los Angeles Lakers right now is that with the one-year deals and adding their depth on the bench, is that they, they focused on adding their depth on the bench. They, they really focused on that. They got the superstar player, made their big three, and now they've pretty much completed their whole team. But they only signed for one-year deals, most of them. Carmelo Anthony, Malik Monk, to name a few. And what this is telling me about Los Angeles Lakers is that they want to win this year. They want to win right now. They're not really focused on the future. They're like, screw the future. We got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook on this team. We have to win this year. If we don't, it's going to be a worse failure than the Brooklyn Nets losing, not not winning the finals this year. And I believe, even though the Lakers have a good shot, they look good. Maybe they have too much egos on one team. Who knows? Maybe it doesn't blend. But we will find out in the future. But based off of this, this free agency by the Lakers, they are doing business right now. They want this W now before anyone gets older. Like, they're already the oldest team in the league. In franchise history, actually. But they want to win now. They got the win now mentality. And they're not really focused on next year. They're winning now. Now. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to ask you a question. It's, a be- it's right off. It's like a follow-up question. If you don't mind. Okay. Now, it's going to be hard. But I want you to rank one through eight seeds of the NBA based off of free agency this year. Oh. Wait, oh, wait, wait. The entire NBA or Western Conference, Eastern Conference? Or just the entire NBA? Eastern, Western. Uh, whatever you want. Eastern, Western, whole thing. One through eight. All right, all right. Well, see, this, David, David, again, you, you keep picking my brain, okay? Because I did what I was I was looking forward to doing this, right? Now, I, I, was, I was holding off on it. And the reason why is because um, we don't know where Kawhi is going yet. That's why. But... If we go based off of what's been going on, you know, in the NBA this year, okay. So I got rank one through eight. Wait, you gotta give me one though. Is it, is it gonna be the entire NBA or Eastern or Western? Uh, I do Eastern and Western. I feel like it's easier to divide them. All right, all right. So let me. I just want to pull. I just want to pull it up in front of me just so I don't like mess up. I don't forget any other teams. But um, let me pull this up right now. All right, so. I'll do the Eastern Conference first. Um, first place the Nets. Okay, right off the bat. Now I'm assuming that everybody stays healthy and, and all on all the teams. Okay, I'm assuming that, that everyone stays healthy on mm-hmm. all the teams. But um, first will definitely be the Nets for me. Okay, in second. Now this is a little bit difficult. Not gonna lie. Oh, the second seed. You know, Ben Simmons has been struggling with the Sixers, and, like, they're saying that he's not responding to – oh, that's another thing. They're saying that Ben Simmons isn't isn't responding to anyone's um, calls or anything like that. <laughs> it's just going straight through his agent. So he's, he's basically throwing a fit now, and he's not talking to anybody. That's funny. So Ben Ben is acting acting up a little bit. But um, I'm going to go the Nets, and then the second place, mm, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go with the Bucks. Okay, reason being because I know that I know the Bucks can play well. I know they're a good regular season team. Okay, so I know for a fact that the Bucks can perform. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Bucks at second. 
right? In third, this is rough. The East got stacked. Oh, my gosh. They really did. They really got stacked. This is crazy. Um, In third place, I'm going to have to go with... This is rough. Um, drum roll, please. I'm gonna go with the Miami Heat at three. Ah, uh, this is rough. No, I don't want to put them at three. Just no, I know I do one through four because I feel like you go through eight, it'd be too much. So just do one. Yeah, through four. I'm just gonna do one through four. All right, in Nets, Bucks. Oh my gosh, the Hawks! All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Nets, right. Bucks. I'm gonna say the Hawks, and then. Wow. All right, last one. I I can't. I'm not doing the Sixers because I don't think Ben's gonna be there next year. So. Just because, all right. Just because I know that these teams can play well, I'm gonna go with the. I'm, oh my god, I'm gonna go with the Knicks. Oh my god. Wow! Wow! Go it's four. Wow! I'm gonna go with the No, that's just because I know they can play. They can play well, but I'm not saying that's where they're gonna end up. When Kawhi, look, listen, call me when Kawhi is signed somewhere. Then I'll have it all together. But I will, as call, as, I, I will call you when Kawhi Leonard signs to the Knicks. And uh, okay, but um, all right, well, <laughs> Eric, <laughs> Eric, what is uh, what is your Western one through four? Okay, Lakers, obviously. Um. Then I got well, no particular in no particular order. Lakers, um, Suns, Warriors, and that fourth position. I mean, it depends where Kawhi is. The Jazz are still good. The Nuggets are still good. Um, I'll go. I'll go for the Jazz. I'll go for the Jazz. All right, respectable, respectable. Now, Eric, I want to give you mine real quick. Yes, mind. please. I, I I can't wait to hear this. I'm gonna start off at East first, Eastern Conference, and I agree with you at number one. I got Brooklyn Nets at number one. They look too stacked compared to the other teams. Number two, I have Bucks. I agree with that too. Atlanta Hawks at three. I really don't think they're gonna be there. Either they're gonna stay at five or even move, move up to four. I don't know. I haven't made, my, made up my mind yet. But uh, I think the Miami Heat are gonna stay around the five six position. If I'm being okay. really honest, I really think. By adding Kyle Lowry, they, they, they just boosted up a little bit, but it's pretty much the same team. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, – I'm going to have to go with Indiana Pacers. What? Indiana what? Pacers at three. Indiana Pacers at three. And then at four, you have no other than the, the new – I'm kidding. No, not the New York Knicks. They got to go Atlanta Hawks at four. Wait. The Indiana Pacers? At three. They're going to be my soccer team. You're going to watch. They what? have Karis LeVert, Karis LeVert, Malcolm Brogdon. They, they just re-signed TJ McConnell. And uh, they got Devonta Sabonis already. who's going to turn into a, a very great playmaker, another big man. And uh, they still have Miles Turner for right now. So we'll see where that goes. But as of right now, when I'm looking at this team, they have a very good team. And I don't think anyone – they're close to it. But I think since they've already played together – I think it will work well, but mm, I disagree with that one. I would have to disagree with that one. That's crazy. So, to re to recap, Nets at one, Bucks at two, uh, at three, Pacers at three, Hawks at four, and I'm gonna go 
Knicks at five and Heat at six, or Celtics at six. Heat go to seven, something like that. Something Listen, like that. Call me. But either way, right? Call me when Kawhi signs somewhere. I'm not. I'm not ready for this yet. Call me when Kawhi <laughs> signs somewhere. Though. Yeah, of course. Ready. If Kawhi signs somewhere else, it might change definitely. But my Western I'll go through this quick. I got Lakers at one. Uh, Lakers at one. I'm gonna have to. Uh, Lakers at one. Uh, Suns at two. I'm guessing Suns will stay at two. Warriors at three, and I'm gonna have to go Mavericks at four. What? So, I'm I'm shocked. You got some. <laughs> you got some te- The two. The Mavericks and the and the Pacers. And the Pacers. Not saying. Not saying that the Mavericks aren't good. The Mavericks are like that's respectable, but like the Pacers really shocked me. I'm not gonna lie. That one really shocked me. I just really liked how Karis LeVert, our boy Karis LeVert, has been playing with that team. Yeah. And uh, I really think they're going to take strides together. So I wouldn't be surprised. All right. I but the Knicks, I but I, was, I, I expect the Knicks to be up there since they're – I expect the Knicks to be 5-4 around there because of their recent signing. But all right, we'll get into what? that. All right. Well, what's it called? I will say this much, though. Um, This is – this is I will oh I have a it's not a debate topic but I just want to throw this out there right so I was looking at the league right and you notice how both conferences are kind of hard to decide now like it's like mm-hmm. oh I don't know if this team is good this team is good I yeah. want to say this it's kind of a bold statement I think we might have reached a peak at basketball and let me describe to you what I mean by that the league is at a point where the Eastern Conference is actually stacked and the Western Conference has been stacked right it's still yeah. Everything's competitive now. You know, like, you do have your couple teams that are just bad. But, David, what do we say when this draft class came in? You know, we just think there's a bunch of good Some players. You know what I mean? Solid players, yeah. Right? We're looking – we might have, like, predicted this a little bit. But, like, obviously it's happening a little bit early. But there's so many good players to form good teams that you – it's really hard to make a decision on who's, like, really, like – like, in those, like – Three, four, five, six areas. It's hard to decide who's going to come out on top or not. That is true. That is very interesting, Eric. Have we reached a peak in NBA basketball? Like, will it go like, downhill or will we keep on climbing? Is there another I, mountain behind the clouds that we didn't see? Or will we go downhill from there? Who knows? I, I wouldn't say we go downhill. Now, I, I, now, why I say this, ladies and gentlemen, I don't mean as if um the best players are, or in other words – um, how do I how do I pronounce it? Like, in other words, this is not like oh, there's a bunch of goats in this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying like there's like a bunch of people that are better than Michael Jordan in this league. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying the amount of good players that are in this league that make it so competitive, we might have reached a point where this is like the best NBA league that we have ever seen. You know what I mean? In terms of uh, balance, I yes. Agree. And com- and so much competitive, like, because you look at the Nets, like, super team, Lakers, super team. But then you look at the other teams, like, the Warriors, in my opinion, look like a super team. A little a little bit, because a little bit. And then you look at other teams as well, they're like, you look, you if you really step back, like, the Bulls, I know they're not crazy, but they, they have got a lot of good players. A lot of good players. The Heat, same way, a lot of good players. The Knicks are just well-rounded, are just so well-rounded. With the great coach. Yes, it, like, exactly. It's just so much good basketball. You can't say that, like, unless you, like, go down to, like, the Pistons. But, like, 
obviously, or like the Magic. But now they have their their rookies that are gonna bring them up. So it's it's really it's really like, cool to see this. I think we're like in the part of like a history. You know, I think this is honestly one of the best leagues ever. But I want Eric. Eric, you say that's a bold statement, but I have to agree with that. I mean, even though it's bold, I'm gonna have to agree with that bold statement. Maybe let's go. Maybe it's true. Who knows? We won't find out until we pass it and we're we're in the future, you know? And we look back and we're like, wow, that was the peak of basketball, you know? But Yeah, man. But with <laughs> without further ado, man, that was a that was a good topic. That was a really good topic. Thank you. But I, I wanna don't forget this topic because when once Kawhi gets signed somewhere, whether he goes with the Clippers or he goes somewhere else, I want you to come back with the same exact topic and we're going to break <laughs> it down. One seeds one through ten, I'll be ready. One through ten, okay. I'll be ready. All right, sounds so we'll good. Have, and we'll, we'll we'll predict everything. The one through ten, the playing tournament, the whole nine yards, the NBA champions, and that as well. <laughs> it's right. be fun. I, I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna be ready. Love it, man. I love it, man. But without further ado, man, um, let's keep let's let's dive back into the audio message, man. We got a lot of people so um participating today. I actually love it. It's love awesome, it, man. It's awesome. Absolutely awesome. So the next audio message is from I believe this is a newcomer. I, 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 the name is not familiar to me. His name is David Khalil. I pr- I hope I pronounced that right. Um, but he's no longer. I don't think he's no longer in the show right now. But we'll still play his audio message. Hopefully it's clean. But, um, yeah, we don't without, know, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, we're going so off without, the limb. Without, without further ado, here it is, man. Here we go. Right, lads, you need to consider the fucking obvious. Messi and Bielsa are best mates. Messi's going straight to Leeds United. All right, Leeds. he's just having a joke. He's having a laugh. Oh, <laughs> Leeds United. I don't know if they're in. The, uh, if anyone doesn't know who Leeds United is, they're in the Premier League and they're basically. Eric, can we agree? They're basically on the bottom. <laughs> you know, actually, I wouldn't say that they're on the bottom because they had a good season. They have some good players, but they're not a top team. They're, they're not their recognition's team. on the bottom. Let's just say that. I, but the thing is, when you no say one knows who Leeds United is other than I mean, if you ask someone else who's not into soccer, I'm pretty sure they have no idea who Leeds United is. That is true. All right, that <laughs> is true. If if you if they don't watch soccer, they definitely don't know who Leeds United is. Yeah. But I would when you when you say bottom, I think relegation instantly. So like, I no, 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 not relegation. No, not like that. But they weren't bad. They were not bad that um last season. They weren't bad. I I, I actually expect them to do a lot better this season because how we look. Cal Phillips had a crazy Euros, you know. So, so will uh, Lionel Messi sign with Leeds United? All right, no, we gotta stop not. that. We gotta definitely stop not. that. Definitely not. But shout but, out to David Khalil, man. Shout out to David yeah. Khalil. Well, he's got two more audio messages, so let's go ahead and play these. Hopefully, again. Oh God! All right, let's. let's <laughs> Why is this Rodriguez guy saying we like he's from fucking Barcelona? Uh, go support you. What is it, Miami FC or whatever the fuck? All right, hey, man. All right, calm down, buddy. Calm down. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. When you when you support a team, you know, like, a lot of people end up saying we. A lot of people have a – I realize that as well. A lot of people have a problem when they say, like, we with the club. But, like, I understand that. You know, Barcelona. And also, he was re- referencing me and him as well because we're both Barcelona fans. And I will but, say this, Eric. I will say this. Sometimes we subconsciously say we because yeah. we, are, we are devoted into this team as fans. And uh, we are technically part of the club, in a sense, because fans are a big factor into bringing, bringing the revenue to the club. Exactly. So if there's no fans, and there's no big signings. So I disagree with you there, buddy. But if, if I don't buy 
buying the jerseys and I'll come to the games, you guys, well, not just me, but like as, as like a fan base as a whole, you guys yeah. are making big signings. So I don't know. I, I don't know about that one, but let's keep it going. I don't know. We're doing the last one. Are we doing the last one or are you just going to go into the other one? I, I'll, I'll do the last one. I'll do the last one. All right, let's see. Mate, not only is it like widely accepted that Messi is better than Ronaldo by like everybody else, you don't have to be a stat merchant to realize that Messi is better. Ronaldo, under yeah. no circumstance, could, could be considered by anyone who knows anything about football the greatest of all time. He was a he's a very good. He's a, probably one of the greatest of the generation. Never the greatest of all time. I could list five people to you right now who sir, would take that sir, easy off. Sir. Whoa! Sir, I, I mean. I'm gonna be honest with you. You're you're talking about how people who don't watch soccer can honestly like saying this. I don't believe that you watch soccer. Oh, David! <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta come in with the heat because I don't think he watches soccer. And I know he's not in here right now, but you'll hear it on Spotify. But I don't think Ooh. you watch soccer, sir. I don't think you watch soccer, sir, because uh, the stats don't lie. When you watch him play, when you automatically think of the two greatest soccer players in the world, Lionel Messi and Ronaldo. Now, some people say Lionel Messi is better than Ronaldo. I can see it. I'm not 100% biased towards Ronaldo because I got to respect talent when talent is given. So, Lionel Messi is a great, great all-around soccer player. We all see that. But, put Ronaldo, you can name five other people before Ronaldo? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Who are you going to put? David Beckham? Like, yeah, who are you going to put before Ronaldo? I, I don't know, man. I just really don't think that, you know, that you're watching soccer. So, I, if, if anything, you put Ronaldo too. I would disagree with that too, but I, I would put him equally at one. But we'll see. He said he said that he could name. I wish I look he wish he was still here. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. That's I really want to hear his five. I really want to see his five because yeah. Oh my god, Lee, that would be so entertaining if he was still here. Oh my gosh, that would be great. <laughs> but I will say this much: I like I can only think of. I'm not saying I could put him above Ronaldo, but I can only think of one player that like. That can possibly be considered like I will not. I I think he's not good, but like he could be considered, I guess, next to Ronaldo or maybe above him. But like overall, five that's hard that's... to do. It's like there's no, I don't think there's five people like that, but I will say this much. <laughs> I will say this much though. Um, I feel like I wouldn't, I, I feel like we disrespect like or I wouldn't put like Pele or Maradona above Ronaldo, but I will put them as like. Basically, the grandfathers of soccer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, those... of course. I don't. We don't disrespect that because we definitely look at the ancestry of soccer and how it was yeah, formed yeah. throughout the years. They're definitely one of the monuments up there. They need statues but... everywhere. They they started yeah. it basically. Well, they didn't start, but like, you know what I mean. They like their legacy. Their legacy is insane. But the only thing you can put five other people in front of Ronaldo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I went a little bit off, but like, come on, man. <laughs> the only the only person I'd say David is Ronaldo himself. You get it? <laughs> Do you understand that? Yeah. <laughs> like the I put I put the um I put the Brazilian Ronaldo that one I I um R nine I possibly consider that because like basically he was like he was a machine in his in his own time as well and he was just known for scoring goals. Now the reason I probably put Ronaldo above that R nine is because Ronaldo's way more disciplined on, on his on, on his fitness. You know what I mean? If Yeah, you talk about CR seven, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking yeah. about Cristiano Ronaldo now. Not um not R not R when I say R nine, I mean um I mean Brazilian Ronaldo. When I say regular mm-hmm. Ronaldo, I mean Cristiano Ronaldo. But 
I that like Cristiano Ronaldo, he's way more like, disciplined on his health, obviously, and so on and so forth. But um, that's the only person I can think of. But I still wouldn't put him above Ronaldo. So that's crazy. But yeah, I, I will say this though, David. He did what? lose. He said he said anybody who watches soccer knows that Messi's the best. He said, David, he came for Ronaldo. And you've heard yeah. him say that to you before as well. And, I'm not going to lie. And I said, obviously, he doesn't watch soccer because, you know, Ronaldo's definitely up there. I put him at tied. I think it's fair to say that they're tied. If not, Ronaldo a little bit better. But that might be my bias. My bias, Portuguese-ness, putting him a little bit higher. But if anything, the trophies don't lie. The stats don't lie. They're pretty much even. All right, man. Well, that was that was awesome. I love that one. Shout out to I, I don't know if you followed or not, but shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. Yeah. Let's go ahead. It amped me up for sure. That was, I, I, that's what I love. That's what I love. <laughs> Yo, know, he came, David. You should see my, my mouth literally dropped when when he started talking about it. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, David's gonna go crazy. Like, oh man. Oh, uh, that's man. great. That's funny. Right, well, let's, let's go ahead and go to the next audio message, which is from our boy Pablo Rodriguez. Here we go, man. Here it is. Listen here, David. I got two things I got to tell you. One, who has six, who has six Ballon d'Ors? Two, who had, who out of the two had a season of 96 goals in a calendar year? He had over, I think it was 96 or a little, or over 90. 90 goals in a calendar year. Come on, man. Come on. David, David. All right, I'll, I'll raise you. Rodriguez, I'll raise you another one. Who has more appearances? Ronaldo. Of course, with his age. Who has more international goals? Ronaldo. So, basically, that's only the name of few. But when you basically look at it, we can go back and forth with numbers. And, uh, honestly, the, ba- the, go to, the go talks can go back and forth because, honestly, at the end of the day, it's going to be based off of opinion. And we all have an opinion. Whether it's right or wrong, we all have an opinion. But that is true. I that is th- true. That is facts. I think I'm not going to argue on who's better. Obviously, they're both great. And if you argue who's better, you can literally look at every single stat and be like, okay, like who had the most yellow cards? Okay, we get it. Red cards. Okay. <laughs> Come on. But just forget about stats. When you watch these two guys play, they impact the game, they impact their teammates, they impact the whole thing of soccer. So obviously, if you look at that, they honestly are tied in my books. That, David, they're coming for you, David. <laughs> I don't know why, man. I don't know why. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. But either way, I um, I can't say. You know, the only thing I can say to that is that I remember that one calendar year, though. That was crazy. He scored. Yo, when you, like, can we, like, like the, put put aside the debate, the, the debate really quick between Ronaldo and Messi, right? Mm-hmm. If we, I just want to talk about this one stat, like really crazy, ninety plus. I think it was ninety one or ninety three. Like it, it's around. It's definitely ninety. It's ninety plus, right? Ninety plus goals in a calendar year. What? Yeah. Like dude, on on average, I think the dude was scoring two goals a game. Like he was. I've never like. I don't think I'll ever be done ever again. That's ridiculous. That's a scoring machine. That's oh my goodness. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It, 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 that's why. That's why they're up. That's why. Sorry, Messi's up there. It's really? Why they're one. They're one or two or one one. And that's why I put them in the book. I can't even rank them because they're they're in a different ranking system. But I just I don't I just don't want them to retire. 
I wish I wish we could like can we like freeze their bodies and like cut they can come back like, a couple years later? Can we that sounds that? disgusting. That sounds gross. <laughs> 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 All right. Well without without um, further ado, man, let's go ahead and play this last audio message. And this one is also I believe from a newcomer. Actually, I believe he definitely is a newcomer because I just saw him recently. He just followed. So oh. thank you. Shout out to Appreciate you, right? You. This is Anthony. I hope I pronounced this right. This is Anthony Galil Galil Galilo. Oh my gosh, I can't pronounce it. Uh, All right, but Carrillo, Carrillo, I think. If we pronounce uh, it wrong, we apologize. We apologize. Uh, we apologize. I said apologize. Oh my goodness, I can't even we get apologize. my words. Uh, but either way, shout out to you, man, and welcome to the DE Takeover family. You know, we welcome you in with open arms, and we're excited to have you, my guy. But yes, let's sir. go ahead. Let's go ahead and play your audio message. Here we go. Yo, not gonna lie, I feel like I feel like Mello is gonna do somewhat good this season. And I feel like he's going to somewhat help LeBron. But that's just my personal preference. Like I said, you know, I never give up on Melo as much as Melo is old. Melo still got, you know, his old side to him a little bit. Very true. And Anthony, shout out to you, man. Thanks for that awesome, awesome opinion. But I agree with that 100%. I think even though Melo is getting old and he's 37, the oldest one on the Lakers, him and LeBron have some history. They came out of the same draft class, which I believe was 2004. So they both have history. They've been best friends with him, D. Wade. They were like the banana boat, I think. What was that? Was their nickname him, or something? Him, D. Right? Wade, Chris Paul, yeah. and LeBron. And Mello. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, it, they have chemistry, obviously. The chemistry is still there. And with that, I think Mello was – that's one of the reasons why Mello went to the Los Angeles and to win a championship. So, I mean, overall, Mello – and Mello, his shot – if you ever watched Carmelo Anthony shoot, especially during Portland last year, he has an awesome shot. His shot's never going away. So as long as he can keep on shooting like that, I think he's going to be in the league, uh, doing well in the league. So see what happens. I agree, man. I agree. And I do agree with you, Anthony, on that one. I do believe Melo will help out LeBron a lot this year. But um, only time will tell. That's all I got to say. Only time will tell. And unfortunately, we live in a world where injuries exist. So hopefully they all can stay healthy. You know, it's not like you yeah. can turn off the injuries and then you don't have to worry about it. But like, you no, know, you can't. You can't. <laughs> oh, man. I thought uh, I listen. I turn off injuries all the time, bro. I do not like it. Do you really? Yes, do I, you don't really? Like I don't. It. Bro, it, realistically, think of it this way: if you like, imagine a real life, like, if, like a real life, like thing where injuries weren't a thing. We would have like peak basketball. Like, no one would get injured. There's no excuses. No, like, oh, my team was injured. That's why we didn't win. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it'd be so amazing. Like, you just, it should be great. Plus, no one would get hurt, you know? Like, injuries suck. <laughs> yeah. Injuries are trash. But either it's way. It's part of the game, though. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. But either way, we got some more audio messages. All three of them coming from our boy Rodriguez again. So, are you ready to play these, David? Uh, he's probably going to be bashing. He's going to probably have more stats for Messi over Ronaldo. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. The first one, I don't know what it is, but it says wrong Ronaldo and Messi, so... Let's let's get it going. <laughs> let's do it. Let's just play him. You know what? Fair enough, David. Let's call it a truce. Let's just call it a truce. We boys. Oh. We. Let's just call it a truce, okay? No, it's for sure, for sure. We'll Cash. we'll we'll say Ronaldo Messi tied, but I'm still I'm I'm still holding that 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 ninety Cash. that ninety three goals over here, like like over his head. Just saying. I'm catch. just saying. There's a catch. Eric, there's a catch. Is the catch coming? Oh oh, you think there's a catch coming? I think there's a catch. All right. Well, first off, you know, accept the truth. Accept the truth. Be like, you know, be, 
Based off of that, I, I, I can accept the truth. I can accept okay. that. The 90-plus 90, 90 goal season was absolutely insane. And that will never be unrecognized, especially by Ronaldo fans. I mean, even if you're a soccer fan, you definitely have to recognize that. But I, I'll take the truth. I'll, I'll agree. We'll, we'll truce it out. But I, is there a catch? Let's hear it. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Here we go. No lie. No lie, Melo. Melo might be a pretty good key because of his shooting. Like, he'd like the Lakers need a shooting. Because you're not gonna have you're not gonna have Russell with the ball all the time. He's not gonna shoot for you. Like he's a what, maybe thirty some percent from three, yeah. which isn't bad. But he's mainly a slasher. Like you're not gonna have that. So you have Melo with what he had like a forty forty percent. He had a forty percent from three, and he's just gonna be a spot up shooter like he was like he was in Portland. He's gonna be playing off the bench. That's just me. I feel like he'll play off the bench, as he probably will be, which, which would be pretty good having, having fresh legs, from out in in Mello. Definitely for sure. Mello is going to be one of the key contributors to the Lakers this year, adding depth when they needed it last year. Definitely, Mello and the Lakers—they're going to be a good fit, I believe. Definitely. Hey, David, there wasn't a catch, man. We're good. No, it was good, man. I'm so, I'm so used to I'm so used to there being catches and everything. It's like it's like you get a you get you click on an ad says buy this free card and then it's like oh wait sorry here's your social security number. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hacked. You've been hacked. I'd be like oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when you want you want a million dollars, just click here and you click there. And like all oh, you just type in your social security. <laughs> so I go you click it and be like sorry you've been hacked. I'd be like oh man. <laughs> Oh man, that's bad. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, well, little man, I'm not gonna. This, this is a little bit shocking to me. So, do you mind if I read it out really quick? What? So I forgot that Andre Iguodala is still a free agent. <laughs> He's like 45 years old. <laughs> yeah, but the thing, yeah, you say that now, but guess what? He's what? on three teams in free agency. And the, those three teams are the Nets, the Warriors, and the Lakers. Come to Brooklyn, man. Come to Brooklyn. Yeah, you, listen, all I'm saying is this. He could be 50 for all I care. I know Iggy can ball. That's all, I, that's all I'm saying. So, Iggy, if you want to, you know, come over to come over to, to, to Brooklyn, you know, we, we will accept you. You know, we'll love, we'll love it. Just whatever you do, don't go to the Lakers. <laughs> yes. Just don't go. I mean, that would probably be a perfect fit because I think that's like the old man squad. But like, like <laughs> overall, don't go over there, man. I mean, that's, te- that's team bet. That's team for, bet. For our defense, definitely Iguodala. We we definitely accept it because we yeah. need help on defense. But literally, that's team veterans. If he goes over there, it's the t- it's the team of veterans, and 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 Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And Anthony Davis. But. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go to the next audio message, which is from Pablo Rodriguez again. Here we go. Holy shit. And Malik Monk. Come on. And Malik Monk as well. Like, Malik Monk was a was a surprise signing from the like, for, yeah. for the Lakers. Think about yeah. it, too. Like, no one would have thought Malik Monk would actually go on a probably – it would have definitely been on a minimum, on the, on, the, on the veteran minimum. But he can still ball, and he's good defensively. That's true. The Lakers, they uh, they needed help with their bench last year, and they definitely addressed it during this year's free agency. So, props to the GM. I mean, I mean, honestly, guys, I don't even know if we should give the GM, the real GM, credit. 
I think he's LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm messing with you. But, you know, shout out to the Lakers organization for fixing their problem. And uh, it's going to help him hopefully this year. But hopefully not because I'm a Nets fan. So, no. Literally. Literally. Let's just hope Let's just hope that – no, let me, I'm not going to say that. That's what I want to say. No, what are you going to say? Hopefully they get injured. That's messed yeah, up. Yeah, I was going to say hopefully. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hopefully they get like washed up because they're like their knees are too are too like old. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't bad. wish I don't it's wish so injury. Bad. I don't wish injury on them. I definitely don't wish injury on them. Let's just hope that the Nets are better. That's all I care about. Uh, Eric, we don't wish injury on them, but if it happens, it happens. I'm just kidding. I'm just hey, kidding. listen. I'm kidding. If, <laughs> if 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 somehow 80s 80s like 80 gets hit by a baseball in the middle of a game, I don't know, bro. No, I'm just, <laughs> Eric, they're going to come back. If that actually happens, they're going to come back to our exact episode, and they're going to be like, you know what? I think we found our suspect. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine someone. No. Oh, God. All right. Let me uh, ask the, fan, the crazy fans' ideas. So, yeah. baseball's the games. Oh, my God. No. Oh, God. No way. Uh, what happened? I said no way. Imagine. <laughs> Yo, uh, oh, that'd be terrible. That'd be a riot. That'd be terrible. I don't, know. Uh, I don't want to. I don't think that's even. I don't even know if people would even want to do that. That's, I don't know if that's even possible. I can't. My my brain can't even wrap around that. But it's literally causing physical pain. Like that's crazy. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Let's go ahead and go into the next all two audio messages, which are both from Shockwave. Let's do it. I respect um, Messi and Ronaldo equally. Obviously, Mount Rushmore type athletes uh, with the impact they have on soccer globally. Globally. Um, but I've always been a Ronaldo guy. I'm not going to lie. This is not a shot at Messi. Like I said, Mount Rushmore. But when I started watching soccer in the early 2000s, I always liked Ronaldo a little bit more. You know, pound it. Pound it to drop with. You can't see me because my emoji's not doesn't have a, a hand, but I'm pounding it right now. But uh, what I will say, what? I was just saying, I was saying you should just like punch the screen so like you can hear it. Just no, like punch. I, I, I think it will break my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but, go ahead, go ahead. Shockwave, if you want to watch something or if anyone listening here wants to watch something, just to, and just to prove, not, not to prove anything because they're honestly both great players, but I, did a test on Ronaldo, and I think everyone knows who I'm talking about. I know Eric's talking knows who I'm talking about. So it's called Ronaldo Tested to the Limit. If you search that out to YouTube, it's basically showing his athletes 45 minutes of Ronaldo doing physical tricks, like like for example, like him headed, heading balls in the dark, like for like there'll be a corner kick, and right when about the guys about to hit it, they turn off the lights, and now Ronaldo doesn't see anything, but he knows where the ball's gonna go and he scores it. So if anyone wants to check that out, it's called Ronaldo Tested to the Limit. And it just goes to show, like, Ronaldo's health and how how much he takes care of his body. And I also think it brings up the fact that, like, how he has a body of, like, a 28-year-old. So, like, when he was, like, 32. So, like, that it goes to show how, how well he takes care of his body and how his instincts are. So, if you want to check that out, it's, it's called Ronaldo Tested to the Limit. So. He's literally a robot. He's literally Eric, a robot. Eric, you that saw is... that, right? What happened? You you saw that Ronaldo tested the limit thing, right? I'm gonna be so honest with you. I've never seen that. I'm really what, after, dude? After this podcast, I I I'm gonna be running to YouTube to watch that because I really <laughs> want to see that. I really want to see that now. That sounds yeah, really that good. sounds crazy. But I I I can really like picture like Ronaldo just like literally scoring every single goal. So <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah. I actually, you know what I like the most though? I like watching um professional athletes train. You know, because yes, 
what people see, I'll put it this way, any like normal like like kids coming up, right, wanting wanting to be like professional athletes and stuff, when they see like them play at a high level, they rarely make any mistakes, right? The the mm-hmm. biggest players rarely make any mistakes. That's because they're like the best players, right? But when you watch them train, it gives you a whole different perspective on them because it shows you that everybody has flaws. You know what I mean? And it also shows you that like these people are human. They do make mistakes. They do mess up, you know? But if you just watch the games all the time, you might not see that. That might, like, discourage you in a, in a sense because it's like, wow, these guys are just perfect. These guys are just perfect. You, you, so, overall, I like watching them train a little bit, you know, just to see, like, you know, some yeah, of the you know, like, just to let you – just to, like, let anybody – like, if you're, like, an expiring like, athlete, just to let you know, like, like they're not perfect. But, like – No one is. They, no one's yeah, perfect. Exactly. But so well said, well said. Training is where you're allowed to make your mistakes. Not really. You got allowed to make it in the game, but like you try to avoid them in the game. But like you try yeah. to perfect them at practice. So you might make mistakes along the way. So training, I would say, is actually too. Training is actually where you want to make your mistake. Training is when mm-hmm. you, when you go to practice. That's when you want to try things. That's when you want to do different things. Now, obviously, you still like do your drill pro. You do your drills properly. You know, you you follow the rules. But like. And like scrimmages and so on and so forth. That's when you want to try things because those things don't matter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just you're just trying to get better. But when it comes game time, you know what works, you know what doesn't work, and then you and then you execute. You know what I mean? Well said, definitely. But yeah, that was a little tangent. But David, I'm definitely you have to send me that link after the show. I'm definitely I will right definitely. away. That sounds yeah. that sounds so good. But without without further ado, let's go ahead and go on to the last audio message, which is from our boy Shockwave. Here we go. Let's do it. Yo, this guy over here talking about there's five better players than Ronaldo. He's just a flat-out hater. He's biased. This is like the, the type of guys that say LeBron isn't even in the top ten all time. Same type of dude. Just with a, like, uh, obviously, it, it's not just in basketball that these haters like to hate on the greatest of all time. I see it in all those uh, soccer group chats. Oh, Messi, Barcelona, they're frauds, all this and that. Only the greatest get hated on like that, so it's kind of like a sign of respect. Exactly. Yeah. When, when, when you know you get hated on so much, it means you made it to the next, you made it to that elite level. Because, like, you're going to know, not everyone's going to love you. And you're going to have to accept that. And we can take it into this podcast. Not every single person is going to like what we say or exactly. like our style of our podcast. Well, we listen to the people that give us positive energy and the people that influence us to keep on doing this more and more, like you guys. So, like, and that's the only people you got to listen to in order to grow. You can listen to the haters and just prove them wrong, though. Don't listen to them. Just prove them wrong. Listen to your supporters. And, and, and also, not to mention, if there's anybody that doesn't like the podcast that's listening, listen, we're not forcing you to be here, so... <laughs> Listen, all you gotta do is swipe right and you're instantly off the pocket. That's all I'm saying. So like it's not forced. You know, so at the, at the same time, your haters kinda help you in a way. But yeah, but definitely. But um without further ado, man, let's go ahead. We got another audio message from our boy Shockwave. Let's do it. So let's keep it going. Here we go. The only critique I have of Ronaldo and Messi is that they have played their whole careers with absolutely stacked rosters. I mean, playmakers, strikers, defenders, everywhere. So the defense can't really single them out and take them out because you're leaving yourself exposed on the flanks. So I think both of their stats have been somewhat inflated 
by the fact that that like like I just said, they play with such stacked rosters that um, it's a little bit easier for them to score because the defense is so pretty much out outgunned, if you will. Like I don't know how else to put it. Like they literally can't guard anybody. You know what I mean? They guard <laughs> one guy one on one, and it, it's it's a mismatch. That's true. They're their own stack team. I get that. But uh, you know what I mean. What happened? Wait, what happened? I I was just I was just gonna answer answer what he was saying really quick. No, I'm saying they've been on stack teams. But I think they're they're. I mean, it's true that they've been on stack teams, but like they made the stack teams stacked. If that makes sense. Stacked. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say this in a sense. I know what you're saying, Stockway. Yeah. Soccer is a little bit different. You know, than like kind of like basketball in a sense like that because I don't think you can. Re the only time I'll say is like, for example, when Barcelona signed Neymar, that just made them insane, right? That 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 like put them over the limit. Um, I'm trying to think of a time when like Ronaldo. Um, maybe when maybe when Real Madrid signed Bale, that would be like a that would be a moment when like they were like, oh my goodness, now they're creating this like big front three, but. Those are the only situations I'd say that make them stack. But anything else, the teams kind of build that. You know what I mean? Like, they come mm -hmm. up through academies, and then they scout these players, and they put them on a team. So it's not like uh, – how do I explain this? In other words, in other words, they grow the player themselves, you know? So it's like you can't – like, they're on stack teams, but the club itself does a, a, a tremendous job on their youth. That's why the team is stacked. It's not as if like they're like kind of like buying into like different situations. You know what I mean? And like Messi goes somewhere, Ronaldo goes somewhere. Should well, be unless unless you're Man City, who buys everyone apparently. Yeah, but. like Man Man City, you can't really do much about. But <laughs> I'm saying in other words, like Ronaldo. Ronaldo really never went, in my opinion, never never really went somewhere because they were super good. Like his yeah. his move to Madrid. In my opinion, he moved to Madrid and was instantly the man. So, like, he made them that team, you know? Not not discrediting Sergio Ramos, obviously, or, like, any anybody of that nature. But Ronaldo went there to be the guy. He just wanted to be at Real Madrid because of their history. Messi, obviously, grew, went, went through the rankings as a kid and was, and was the best player. Like, that's his team, you know what I mean? They were never, like, a situation where they were, like, they needed help or something like that, you know? So... Mm -hmm. I would I would say in that case like they've been on stack teams but like no one's gonna mess it's because they people want to play with them you yeah. know and it's easy it's easy there's another there's another thing it's easy for someone to sign you when like say for example if I David if I walk up to you and I'm like yo you want to come play for my team Ronaldo's playing over here oh I yeah got Ronaldo on my team you know what oh, I yeah. mean you're gonna be like yeah, yeah. I'm I want to go play for I'm gonna go play with Ronaldo I'll play, I'll, I'll play for five dollars. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. So it's like people want to play with these people. That's why the team becomes stacked because of them. They're so great that it's like you don't want to go against them. You want to be on their team. So yeah. that's why exactly. I would say it's a little Good bit point. different, but I definitely see where you're coming from, Shockwave. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely see it. I mean, the reason why Ronaldo and Messi are where they are is because of their talent and their, their complement players around them. But you can see that with any greatest of all time. Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen, you don't know. Michael Jordan could have been. He still could have been a great player, but who knows if he would have been uh, go talk right now. LeBron James, same thing with D. Wade, Chris Bosh. Like, you can look at many other factors. Definitely. And, like, Definitely. You always have to have those compliment players uh, when, you're, when you're a superstar player, but that's what I think. You both. That's, that's some really good points right there. Some really Thank good you. points. Thanks. 
I would say, like, obvious. I think we could both say it's obvious that they would still be good players, but, like, their win status, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. would be a lot different. Would be a lot mm-hmm. different. That was a really yeah. good point. All right, but without further ado, man, we these audio men, I love it, man. These audio men just keep coming in, bro. Yeah. Let's just keep going with it, man. Here we go. Yeah, Fellas, with all the great soccer talk tonight, I was thinking a thought came into Shockwave's head. Uh-oh. What if the Oracle and Easy E had settled this tie with penalty <laughs> kicks, bro? You get five kicks each. You guys got to be goalie. You guys got to stop and score. What are your thoughts? <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. That would have been awesome. awesome to see that. I, you know, Shockwave, I'll tell you this much. Maybe that just needs to be a regular video overall. But I feel as if, I feel as if this, you know, soccer season is coming up. And let's just say somehow me and David tie again. You know what I mean? If, we have a, if me and David decide, decide to do a prediction game for, like, soccer season, maybe. Right? And we just somehow tie, then there, there's the option right there. But the reason we did, like, the 1v1, I would say, is because, like, you know, it was basketball. You know, so we want to, like, keep it, like, in that area. But... Oh my! If me and David did a penalty shootout, I feel like that one—that one would be way better than the basketball one. You know? Yeah, I mean that'd be <laughs> awesome because we both play the same. We both play that sport. Yeah, we play on but, the same team as well. We play on the same yeah. team as well. It's like, but I mean, definitely. I mean, I mean, when we did that, when we did our that the first YouTube video, which is coming out, so be sure to subscribe to Dean Takeover on YouTube. But. Yeah. Uh, when we did that video, I feel like we both, me and Eric, both had intentions of doing more challenge videos like that, but somewhat staying to the season of the sport, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, next one, maybe football. Who knows? But uh, we'll see what happens. Soccer would be cool. We always have possibilities. Uh, options are endless. Yeah. But I, I, just, I, I, I had a great time just doing that basketball thing. I'm not going to lie. And you guys supporting it. Shout out to you guys. You guys are awesome. Appreciate you guys. Awesome, awesome. But um, really, really think as well. I feel like if we were like somewhat, if it ever comes down to that, like when we get like a video in for soccer, I feel yeah. like and like we're competing. I feel like it's like ten. It means ten times more. You know, yeah, I feel like because like me and David love that sport. Like me and David, that's our sport. So like, that'd be awesome. That'd be so and, really cheesy. While I'm thinking about it, like, and we all know how dramatic penalty kicks is. So imagine yeah. ending off. We do three challenges, and the last one's a penalty shootout. Like. And the, and the challenges are tied one one. Come on, it's like, oh. it's like that's like that. That's more excitement than uh, Portugal versus Panama in the World Cup. Oh, oh wait, I don't know about that. I actually yeah, don't know. If Panama or wait, are we talking about World Cup or World Cup final? World Cup final. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. If it was a World Cup match, I'd be like, yeah, this is, we're more entertaining. But if it's the final, <laughs> I'm, the the minute the ball, the minute the ball, like the minute the game starts, I'm crying. Like throughout the entire game, <laughs> I was like, I'm just, I'm just happy that we're there. I'm just, uh, oh my goodness, that's awesome. Maybe, maybe I dragged it a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, either way, there. I love I'm it. I'm gonna say it's it. up there. It's time it's up there, but but without further ado, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But let's go ahead and um play the next audio message, which is our, which is from our boy Pablo Rodriguez. Here we go. Listen here, my guy. The moment Barcelona signed Neymar after that game from Santos, that they had that exhibition, I was over the moon. We were like, we were going to win. Let's go. Let's do this. And then Neymar was like, nah, I'm not going to re-sign. Take me to PSG. (laughs) Just, I want out. Take me to PSG. No one knows the reason why he wanted to leave. Makes no sense. 
We all knew because he didn't want to stay in Messi's shadow. But then as soon as he went to PSG, guess whose shadow he had to go behind? Slatan Ibrahimovic's. And now he probably has to go behind he has to go behind Kylian Mbappe, who they signed after he had a terrific season in Monaco. We all seen his Champions League when he was young. And the brother was only seventeen. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the true. That's true. Rodriguez Yeah, I, I I can see it. Makes sense. Yo, he Mbappe was only seventeen and he was destroying people in the chat. Bro, there's levels to that. There's literally levels to that. You know, I was watching this meme, and uh, mm-hmm. it's like off top, kind of on top, because we're talking about how young people were. And it, some guy was like, he's watching the Olympics, and there was a 14 year old swimmer in the Olympics. 14. And, oh my uh, gosh. and the guy's like literally like recording himself watching the thing. He's like, if you ever want to watch, a, if you ever want to watch the, <laughs> A sport and feel absolutely useless in life. Watch the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kids are fourteen years old. You're like twenty five. Like come on, man. Bro, at like, fourteen years old, I don't know what I was doing. I was watching SpongeBob. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, this yeah. is it's such a bad. I was probably watching. I was probably somewhere watching SpongeBob, bro. Oh uh, my <laughs> gosh, that's, that's awesome, so man. crazy. <laughs> Yo, this girl's going trying to win an Olympic medal, and I'm literally watching SpongeBob in my <laughs> La- laughing at laughing at like uh laughing at SpongeBob like making fun of Patrick, and like this girl's like literally training like 100 meters a day swimming. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Well, that is so true right there, though. But these 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 dudes that people that break out with at a young age are crazy. Prodigies. Yeah, prodigies. But let it, let let's go ahead and dive into the next audio message, which is from Rodriguez again. Here we go. Let's do it. And with Ronaldo, with Ronaldo, well, we all knew who was the man before Ronaldo. There were like a couple people. There was Raúl, Sergio Ramos, but he was young. Sergio Ramos, he was like right back. Then he transferred to. Then he basically changed positions and go and went center back. But you also had Roberto Carlos back then, Ricardo Carvalho. You had you had Figo. Yep. You had Figo in that team. Come on, like th- there were a lot of people that he was gonna he was gonna be under the shadow. But as soon as Raúl left, he was the he he was the main guy, and then he got the he got the seven from Raúl. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo's goaded. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so goaded. Like and, yeah, he joined the, he joined the team. Like they were all very good, obviously, but. At the end of the day, when you know when he got there, the whole thing changed. Like, he carried the torch so well. So well. So, yeah, that was some, but that was some good points right there, man. What do you think about that, David? I mean, I agree. I agree with what Rodriguez said. I mean, Ronaldo, going to any team, I mean, pretty much he's going to be the best player. But, like, he changed it. The transition between him and Raul was very smooth. And uh, just it. Just like I, I'm just so I'm just I, I feel like we're all blessed as soccer fans to be able to watch witness Lionel Messi and Ronaldo for such a long time of our of our, of our lives. Yeah, I I completely agree with that statement right there. It's such a blessing to be able to be like that to, to say that we grew up with those players to watch. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a flex. That's actually a flex. <laughs> that's literally a flex. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Be like, oh, what'd you guys grow up watching? Oh, 
I grew up watching Messi and Ronaldo. You know, just the best yeah, players. Yeah, beat that. Time. Beat They're that. Just, just the best players of all time. You know, something usual, something casual. <laughs> Easy. Oh, my gosh, bro. But either way, man, it is that, that was some great points from um, Rodriguez. Yes. Right? yes, it was. But let's go on to the next audio message, which is from our boy Kyle O'Connor. Oh, shout out. Yo, we got you a little quick shout out. I feel like we got to give a little quick shout out, right? Yeah. A little quick shout out to Kyle. For yo, for those of you who don't know, Kyle was behind the cameras on our Instagram live. So, you know, quick shout out to him again, really quick. But um, let's go ahead and play his audio message. He's in the building. Like, here we go. Just want to let you all know if you ever need a goalie for like those PKs. <laughs> Just hit me up. I play goalie, so he does. Just let me know. I'll, I'll come through. He does. He does. He does. He's a backup goalie, man. But I bet. Oh, <laughs> we might. Kyle, Kyle, you know, you know what I'm taking. You know, you know to to move a little bit. Your reaction time must be a little slower. You know what I mean? But Yo, uh, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I'm like when I'm taking that PK and I'm going right. I'm actually going left, so you got to go the other way. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Yo. You got it. They're okay, very okay. talking trash, yo. All I'm going to say is this much. I'm not doing the Jorginho penalties and the Bruno Fernandes penalties, bro. But quick hop in the air, see where he's going. Easy finish. <laughs> oh, my. Yo, David, this is a, we might have to get this going. We might this have might, to. This might have to be a thing. Do a little soccer vid- video, different soccer it's re- challenges. It's requested. I mean, if everyone wants it. Do we want that? Well, people, let us know, man. Let us know. If you all want it, we want to hear it. You know, we got... You can go comment on the Instagrams, obviously, as well. But go comment, comment on all of our stuff, and let us know. But without, without, without further ado, that's what I'm trying to say. There it is. <laughs> there I've, been, is. You know, I've been stumbling on my words lately. Oh my god! Right. I do that every single day. So I'm just, I'm just so excited, man. This is. Oh, <laughs> I love doing this. It's so much fun. All right. Yes. Well, without further ado, let's go ahead and go on to the next audio message, which is from Shockwave. Here we go. Let's do it. Yeah, and then you guys could add like a little obstacle course where you have to dribble the soccer ball uh, And it's for time, you know, you go through like an obstacle course from like, I don't know, 50 yards out or something You have to do a a sequence of dribbling skills and and then you get a shot on goal and See if you could score it and then whoever gets it off quicker obviously uh, Gets the point for that one Yeah, yeah, actually we might have to do this man Yo, bro, they want, to, they want the soccer, man. They're going to have to get the soccer, man. I can't. I, that's all I can say. Man, there's, awesome, there's an next bid, bro. There's an next bid. You know, I'm actually, I'm smiling right now. I'm smiling right now. They want to see the football. They want to see, they want to see our football skills, huh? Let's go, man. Let's get it. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, David, we had such yes. a interactive show. I guess you could say that. We didn't even get the big deal, not a big deal, man. I feel like. If you don't mind, can we do like a couple of them? Because I actually actually have some some good ones. We go quick right. on them. If you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Alright. So uh so my my first one, I'm gonna go NFL. And uh and the NFL put out Forbes put out the most valued NFL teams, highest valued NFL teams. And I'm gonna read you it's a top ten, so I'm gonna read you the whole list from ten to one. And I wanna hear your thoughts on it, whether it's a big deal and number who's at number one is a big deal, not a big deal. Or who shocked you in that list? So at number ten, I got Denver Broncos at three point seven five billion dollars. Philadelphia Eagles number nine with three point eight billion. New York Jets at number four with four point oh five billion dollars. Chicago Bears uh, at number seven with four point oh seven five billion dollars. San Francisco 49ers at number six 
with four point one seven five billion. Uh, number five, Washington football team at a uh, four point two billion dollars. Number four, Los Angeles Rams at four point eight billion. New York Giants at number three with four point eight five billion. What? Yeah, New England Patriots at number two at five billion, and number one, no other than the Dallas Cowboys at six point five billion dollars. So, based off the list, who do you think shocked you the most, and whether that whole list was a big deal or not a big deal? Wait, I'm not gonna lie. For for my for my thing, I don't know if it happened for anyone else. You cut out a little bit for the beginning, like of um. Oh, did I? Yeah. What was the what was the um what was the the like the are we talking about the worth of the teams or are we just like. No, top 10. So, like, number 10. 10 to 1. Oh, like, the top 10 best teams? The top 10 highest-valued NFL teams. Oh, okay, okay. Money-wise. I was about to say. I was about Money-wise. to say. All right. Um, I'm not – I'm not, you know – wait, what was the eighth one? I heard the eighth one. What was the eighth, eighth one? one was the New York Jets. It was $4.05 billion. Who was under them? Ninth. Sorry. Phil- Philadelphia Eagles at $3.8 billion. Oh, okay. I – I'm not really shocked about any of them, to be honest, because realistically, like, it's, like, big city. I'm thinking of the cities and, like, where yeah. they're located. So, what, that, like, plays a humongous part, you know? Like, if you're in a popular city and, and your team is good, you know, and, like, all the teams that you list, like, all, all, the, team you, all the teams that you listed are pretty much, like, decent, I guess you could say. And that's going to bring in your rev- revenue, you know? Yeah, for sure. In a big city. So... Overall, I'm not really shocked. I'm. I will say this. I'm shocked that the Jets aren't that high, though. Maybe it's because really no no offense to Jets fans, because I do, I'm thinking of like the, their location. That's why. But then again, it's probably because they're not amazing. I guess you could say that's why their yeah. value isn't that high. But their yeah. location probably brings them up a lot more. You know. Yeah, definitely. That's why the Giants they have a little more success throughout previous yeah. years, and they're number three. But I will say this. For the 15th straight year, the Dallas Cowboys are the most valuable franchise in the NFL. For 15 straight years. That's crazy. So, I wonder, what, what makes them the most valued franchise? I think, I don't know, I think Dallas is the, when you think about Dallas football, it's just like the cornerstone of the, uh, the mile, like the stone of uh, NFL. Because of rivalries, you had great quarterbacks. I, I don't know, man. I don't know what makes them the best, but... It's definitely been working for the last 15 years. <laughs> and also, when you go down south for football, it's serious. I hear it's serious down there as well. Oh, Texas like, high school? Yeah. You go to Texas for high school football? It's like it's like going to a college game up here. Yeah. Basically. Basically, man. But, um, well, without further ado, you know, I'm just going to let you – I'm going to let you go ahead and get your big deal, not big deals in. Because at that – like, mine, we kind of just – we kind of, like, covered them a little bit without with the basketball talk. So – you can just go. You just go ahead and give. You me sure? Whatever. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You sure? I might. I might do. I might do one, but I'll do it after. I'll do it after. All right. If you say so, I'll do them. So my other one is. Uh, I was gonna do. Uh, we talked about this a little bit. NBA. Ben Simmons cutting ties from the 70s. Big deal. Not a big deal. Real that's quick. a big. That's a big deal for me because I feel like. I, I kind of see where he's coming from, but at the same time, I feel like that's a little bit of a childish move, the way he did it. You know, the <laughs> fact that, like, the fact that only his agent is talking to the 76ers, like, you can't speak to them anymore. What happens? Mm-hmm. Like, you were just on a team with this. You won't answer Joel Embiid's calls. What? Yeah. You know, like, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me. Now, maybe, like, again, we don't see, we don't see what goes on behind the scenes. So, like, maybe there's something, like, 
something was said, whereas like it's just it's just it's done now. But overall, it is what it is at the end of the day. You know, you can't you can't control it. Um, that's his decision, his choice. But now we have to see we have to see where he's going. That's the big thing. That is that's true. Where is thing. where is Ben Simmons going? I mean, they're always saying that his trade value is higher than what people expect him. So, with that being said, maybe he goes to Portland. Maybe he goes to the Warriors. That's the two spots that I'm looking at right now. But he's uh, he's also yeah he's been linked to the Warriors. I don't really like that because I just. The Warriors are good right now. They don't need. They don't really need Ben Simmons. I feel like they're gonna end up like giving up something really bad because they're like you said. Like they're they're saying that his value is a lot higher than we expected it to be. So yeah. I don't know what. I'm not really excited for that at all. So hopefully, I, I think the best trade that works out is probably Portland. They get Dame, and come yeah. picks. That's probably your best pick. Your best tra- Your best thing. It probably is to be honest. I agree with that honestly. It probably is because. Like Portland, Portland. The only thing that they have going for them really is Dame. No offense to CJ, but like, it's really it's Dame. It's Dame. That's Damian. Like Dame. Yeah, that, that's for his sure. team. So, get, get good little swap right there. Good little swap right there. Yeah, definitely. But it would be bad for Brooklyn Nets fans and New York Knicks fans, as myself, in in the East because it just make them even more stacked with Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and if and uh, uh, Damian Lillard. So. That would not look good. That would be really scary. <laughs> yeah. But wait, right, you, got, you got one? Yeah, I do have one. I do have one. Nice. I do have one that I want to talk about. Um, I got I to, gotta, like, I got to make sure I pick the right one. I don't want to pick the wrong one. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with this one. It's like, I find it important because it's just a big contract. And this was one of our, our topics last time on, a great, on the Great Debate. On the Great Debate. Um... Big deal now, big deal. Steph Curry signs a four-year, $215 million extension with the Warriors. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. That. <laughs> and, Eric, I believe I know what you're referencing. If anyone missed it, you can go check it out on Spotify. And our debate was uh, whether athletes are getting overpaid, if they're getting paid too much exactly. for uh, playing their sport. But uh, to answer that question, Eric, I believe that is a humongous deal because not only does Curry get that much money, but ladies and gentlemen, if you break that down, if you divide it, if you do simple math, it's not really simple, but if you use your calculator and divide 215 divided by four, you come out with $53.75 million a year. Oh so, my gosh! Per year. Now, this is important because this is the highest, uh, highest salary in NBA history. So that's history right there, ladies and gentlemen. History and money, history and business. And Seth Curry has it. We always expect LeBron James to get it, but Steph Curry got it. So, I think props to him for getting that deal. Is that too much money? Who knows? If you're, I don't know, man. <laughs> that might be a lot of money. I don't know what you do with all the money, but I'm pretty sure he finds a way. But uh, I think I'm just gonna go with big deal. Getting all that money for the from the Warriors. Dude, fifty-three million a year, bro. Come <laughs> on, like what? I know. Dude, dude, he's rolling in money. He's rolling in cash. He's, he isn't the worry for the rest of, like, dude, dude's grandchildren, his grandchildren's children are probably safe. Oh, yeah. Generational money right there. Dude is, oh, my gosh. That's so much money. You know, you know, you think if we DM him, you think he'll give us, like, a couple thousand just for fun? Like, I you mean, know, he that, probably that, could. 
a thousand dollars to him is like us giving him a dollar. So like. Yo, you can give us a hundred dollars. He'd be like, "Yo, no problem, bro. I can." Give you <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Don't worry about it." You know, we get a, we get a hundred dollars, and we're like, "Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly." Oh, but crazy, crazy, I, crazy things. I have my big deal, not a big deal, if you don't mind. Go ahead. And uh, it was also NFL, and uh, we got a big day today. If you don't know, yes, today is. The start of the NFL. The start of the NFL preseason, ladies and gentlemen. We got another four weeks, three more weeks of this. But this is the first game of NFL season, NFL preseason. And uh, Eric, is that a big deal or not a big deal? And we have the Dallas Cowboys versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. We know preseason, no big names are playing. So you don't see no Dak Prescott, no Ben Roethlisberger. It's basically just backups and rookies. But, I mean, you're just starting football. So based off of that, big deal or not a big deal? It's still a big deal. I think it's still a big deal because, you know, preseason tells a lot. It tell the whole story, but it's a bit of because at the same time, these players, you know, you can, you can see your pitch, I guess you'd say. You get to see a player that just needs to get someone gets injured, you see who's coming in, you know? And also, mm-hmm. you get to see some of the rookies, like you said, you get to, they, their opportunities to show or show how much they're worth and to show that they deserve a lot of playing time. So, it's 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 kind of, in my opinion, it's a big deal, and it's awesome to look at because you get to like a a feel, like a, just a little a little taste of what the NFL season's gonna be like. Exactly, exactly. But Eric, do you have one more? Or are we yes, wrap I do. All right, actually, um, see, it's it's just see, ladies and gentlemen, I'm struggling with the pick because the NBA offseason has been insane already as it is, but I'm gonna go ahead and go with this one. Um, we were talking about it a little bit before, but um, Lonzo Ball, as you all know, has signed with the Bulls for four years um, for on a four-year, $85 million contract off of a sign-in trade. And just to let you guys know what happened in the sign-in trade as well, the Pelicans received Thomas Sadoransky, Garrett Temple, and a second-round pick, and the Bulls received Lonzo Ball. So, David, big deal or not a big deal? And before I get into it, you guys are probably wondering, like, why is it so hard to pick a best one? It's because, ladies and gentlemen, when I talked to Eric before the show, and uh, specifically this show, he told me he had four full pages of, yeah. uh, of uh, big deal, not a big deal topics. And, uh, we, <laughs> and uh, it just goes to prove how much research uh, Eric puts into this, how much research we do to devote into this. But that's why it's so hard to pick into it. So shout out to Eric, man, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, round of applause. But, <laughs> but uh, real quick. To answer that, I think it's a big deal, if I'm being honest. Just because we all know Lonzo Ball has been playing very well since his rookie season with Los Angeles. Ever since when he came out of college, I'm like, all right, Lonzo Ball, whatever. His father's a, a big talker. We get it. Like, I'm not really expecting a lot out of him. He didn't do that well in his rookie season. And then with the Pelicans, he worked with Zion, pick and roll. Last season really helped him tremendously in improving his playmaking. And even his shooting ability went up. So, based off of what I saw last year, and I think he will continue to grow, the Bulls got a very, very, very good, very, very, very good point guard. Very good point guard. Maybe that was too many varies, but they got a good point guard, let's just say that. So it adds to a roster with Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan now, because they got him, Patrick Williams, and uh, I think you guys forgot about this guy, but Vucevic, Nikola Vucevic, the center they got from Orlando last year. So that team is going to be making some noise in the Eastern Conference. So Eastern, like we said, Eastern Conference is stacked this year, but it's a big deal. 
it's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. I'm glad you said that, but I also want to ask you a follow-up question on one. Um, what do you think about the trade as a whole? Hmm, interesting. You know, like, yeah. in other words, you know, I'm going to repeat it against Fred that didn't hear as well. Pelicans received four lots of balls. Pelicans received Tomas Saransky, Derek Temple, a second round pick, and the Bulls get lost. What do you think about that? Eric, I will tell you, you are cutting out a little bit, but I heard everything, so I think we're oh, good. Sorry, no worries. But uh, I think I think the Bulls the Bulls got the good trade off of that. They got the the good the the good end of the stick on that one. I also got the expression go the short end of the stick. The short end of the stick means it's bad, right? To be honest, I think I think it does. I think it's negative, but I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> but. The Bulls, they got they got the stick. I don't know what I don't know, but they they got something. But <laughs> they got the yeah, I mean, but the ball the Bulls they 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 won that trade I believe because they got a very good player in Lonzo Ball who will continue to grow. And he's only I think twenty three or twenty four, so he's still young, and uh, he will continue to grow with a core like Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic, and now Demar Derozan. So a great team right there, and that will make some noise in the Eastern Conference. But if I'm Pelicans, I only get a second round pick. And Thomas Soransky and uh, Garrett Temple. Garrett Temple is like 34, 35 years old. And he's not going to be producing that much minutes. If anything, the Pelicans off of that trade got bench players. That's what they got in the second round pick. I mean, they got rid of their starting player, and they got two bench players in return. So, basically, I, I, I think I think the, the Bulls won that. Yeah. I agree that the Bulls won that. Just won that. Yeah. In my opinion, I think the Pelicans look a little bit a little bit less. This is really because I I just don't want Thomas Nurski and Garrett Temple. What? I don't know. <laughs> like I Thomas Nurski is bad. Garrett Temple, I can't remember the last time he probably touched board. To be honest with you, um, <laughs> second pick isn't bad. So overall, it's like terrible, but you got like, a better in my opinion. Yep. Yep. But uh, without further ado, Eric, I think it's a good time to end our show. What do you think? I agree, my friend. I agree. All right, so to wrap it up, I just want to say thank you to everyone who took the time out of the day just to listen to us. You know, you guys are awesome, and we appreciate you guys so much. And uh, also, if you've not given us a follow on the Stereo app, go click our faces. Go click our, our emojis right there that are talking. And uh, go get that follow. and help us to pre- uh, very help us tremendously in getting our brand out to the Stereo app. And also subscribe to the show because that will help us out tremendously as well in bringing our brand to many other many other viewers in the, the stereo app also if you have not given us a follow on our instagram and on our instagram you're gonna get daily updates you're gonna see our instagram live which happened yesterday and i appreciate everyone who took who, who was out there supporting us and watching us hope you guys were entertained but uh you can watch our instagram live because we're gonna do more challenges in the future that is guaranteed but uh so if you want to follow our Instagram, it is official underscore DE underscore takeover. I will say it one more time. It is official underscore DE underscore takeover. Once you type once you type that in, click that search bar, give that a follow, it would be much really appreciated. And also if you want to get to know your host a little bit better, be more personable, you can follow my Instagram at David underscore rod underscore O2. And Eric's is Eric underscore Hines 16. Beautiful. Go give those a follow to know your host of d Takeover. And uh, also, if you missed an episode, episode or any episode, it's all right. Go, you can check us out on Anchor app, 
we're on Spotify, and we're on Apple Podcasts and many other uh, podcast platforms. So if you can go there, go to Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts, go Anchor, go give us a subscribe to our show. And it would be absolutely awesome. And uh, you would never miss any updates on our, our new show when we post them up. And uh, also, am I missing something? I feel like I'm missing Am I missing something, Eric? There's there's one thing. There's one thing. Only one thing. Uh, what did I say? Think. Oh, no. Oh, think, no. Think, think. Videos. Oh. oh. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I forgot about that. I was really talking about Instagram Live, too. But also... If you guys want to, we just did an Instagram live yesterday, and we shot our first ever YouTube video for DNA Takeover, and uh, we much appreciated if you guys can go check that out. It's not up there yet. It's not up there yet, but we will we will inform you guys when it's up there. Don't want you to worry. But if you go to Instagram, not Instagram, if you go to YouTube and uh, subscribe to DNA Takeover, be much appreciated. I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone who helped us with our production crew yesterday. <laughs> production crew, we sound like we're big people, but with our production crew. <laughs> I want a shout out to you guys. Thank you guys for popping out and doing that for us. We appreciate you guys, but uh, and everyone that was watching. But be sure to click that YouTube and uh, subscribe to Dean's Takeover because we have more exciting and upcoming things for the future. Now we got everything. That's it. All that's all of it right there. That's all of it right good. there, my friend. But um, <laughs> if you don't mind, I just want to say a couple words to these people before we head out. Um, Sounds good. Really quick again, we just appreciate every single one of you guys, and um, we don't keep bringing this content to you guys, man. We love doing it. It's fun. Um, and we're glad that you guys enjoy it. And we love the feedback that we're getting. Please, also, just really quick, always be honest in the feedback, honestly, because, you know, you we want to entertain you guys at the end of the day, you know? So always be, they, we, we, we love that you guys are um are enjoying it uh, so much. What happened? Oh, no. What happened? I don't know. Oh, I just said, oh, no. I was like, I thought I was cutting in and out again. All right, well, oh, that's because he keeps, he's reconnecting. All right, well, I, I know without just saying, we appreciate every single one of you guys, and we love the feedback, and um, we All can't right, get, we, <laughs> we can't wait to, we can't wait to see you guys next episode on Monday, but without further ado, it's been your boy, Easy e and your boy, the Oracle, D-Rod, man. It's time to close out the show. Check off episode 11. All right, we out. Peace. All right. Peace.